the pounding begins. The wagons are circled. Every wind is raided. It's football time in America, and this republic has never been stronger. The Sportsocracy, Beer City's best sports talk, live from the Ingalls studio. It's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Today is... Football Friday! And welcome in to the Ingles Studio. It is the Sportsocracy, heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, and we are seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. Yes, we've got all of your preview of the weekend's action coming. All of the picks. All of the things, all of the analysis, injury updates, and everything. And, of course, your Taylor Swift update. Uh, yeah, we will not be having that. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm yeah, that's uh, definitively not happening. However, on our disgusting. YouTube channel, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and get this out of the way. Because <laughs> I got I got a few messages last night. You did? Right about that 11, 11 o'clock time. Mm-hmm. Which was, how angry are you? right now after after west virginia my 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 school gave up a 52 yard hail mary on the last play of the game to not only lose but to fail to cover Uh, and you can see my reaction live on the youtubes uh and there are no wordy dirds in it because i put a i put beeps in it because it needed it or it would have been nothing but obscenities i was gonna say uh look look at you being all responsible i was not a happy man and i had already tapped out on the thursday night football game between the kansas city chiefs because it was terrible oh yeah it it was was absolutely terrible man isn't it great to see an offensive guru like sean payton just really dynamic (laughs) offense i mean Uh, 197 yards of total offense please tell me again what a guru he is he saved russell wilson's career man uh, I'm so glad that he came along, and this is this has worked out swimmingly. I, th- I mean, this is the time every week where I look at Bronco fans and go, "You starting to see it my way now yet, or are you gonna keep calling me an idiot?" Uh, you, you, you to that point, not yet. Oh, you, okay, you have to be right. You you have to be at that point where it, this is not working. Nothing we're trying is working. We don't have any. Uh, we don't have the talent. We don't have the coaching. We don't have anything. No, for anybody. No, it was comical. I mean, I, I mean honestly, I, I started to feel bad for Bronco fans last night. You should. Uh, you can't possibly be watching this and not understand what the rest of us are seeing. I mean, this is what I tried to tell you in the offseason. Mm-hmm. There were things that came out of that building that gave me the angina, and I went, nope, I'm out. I'm out. That might be the worst team in the NFL. And now I'm completely convinced of this. Yeah. Yeah, they're absolutely terrible. No, I, I mean, even the-, the things that you did – reasonably well this game was never out of hand Kansas City couldn't stop Javante Williams Mm -hmm. was it big huge runs no but it kept your offense on on pace and you just go away from it like it it, like you're not watching it's and I heard I, I I don't remember when it was that Kirk Herbstreit said this I think it was the beginning of the second half where Sean Payton had talked about he was going to script some plays for the second half. Mm-hmm. Well, he said that on Wednesday 
which is that's unsettling to me. <laughs> your second half game plan. Yeah, yeah. Your set. adjustment is so you've already adjusted to what you don't think's going. Yeah, it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're 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 doing stuff. Great plan. That's as bad as I have ever seen an NFL offense look. Yeah, they ran forty five plays last night. That's almost impossible to do, and yet you found a way. Mm-hmm. And. That's really all that needs to be said about Denver. Hey, you're bad. You're going to keep being bad. And I'm not sure that Sean Payton's not the wrong coach to try to bring you out of this. Yeah. And if you don't switch to Jared Stidham pretty soon, you're going to lose the entire locker room. There's no way you can be on board with this anymore. Nope. You have Russell to. Wilson trade will go down as yes. the most lopsided god awful deal in the history of the NFL. And and I would say. I would say that wasn't predictable, <laughs> except if you go back to the day it happened, I predictabled it. You did. And I remember Tank specifically going, no, you're, you're overreacting. No, you're you're crazy. crazy. He's going to be great in Denver. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> ain't been wrong, not nary a second. No, no, you have not. Um, now, the more yeah. important part of last night is the Kansas City Chiefs. Because you still look really, really, really weird. That offense still looks clunky, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure that it's going to get better. I don't think it, it gets much better without without a weapon. You need a weapon. And now here's where I'm going to take a hard right turn. I don't know that it has to. I don't know that it has to get better. I mean, You're you staying gonna... on pace. Yeah. Okay. You're doing exactly what you need to do to win every single week. Mm-hmm. Are you putting up style points? No. But you did last night exactly what you had to do. You were not overly impressive like I wanted you to be. There is a chance that when the power rankings come out on Tuesday, I'm going to drop you down a spot. But that's the that's the extent of it. You told me before the show, you you want a, a weapon. Yes. Why? But, but for why do you want a weapon? You're doing exactly what Andy Reid wants to do and has done forever. The only difference is now instead of a clear one, a clear two, and then a bunch of dudes, now you got a clear one and even more dudes. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's going to come to a point where you can't keep doing this. You can only do this for so long. There were two separate plays last night where the Denver Broncos put the two best players on their defense on Travis Kelsey, and it didn't matter. Of course. As long as you can do that and you can run with Isaiah Pacheco the way you did last night, you're fine. Mm-hmm. I want an insurance policy. I, I want something. I, I I want that Tyreek Hill piece. I want that go-to, number one, no doubt, weapon and stone sports podcast he beat me to the punch racy rice can be the weapon and i agree with you i 100 percent agree with you okay that kid with the ball in his hands is really good he's real good now is he a great route runner right now no he's not tyreek hill wasn't either Mm -hmm. and and i just look up and down at kansas city and go you know what is it a bunch of dudes i want to play on my fantasy team no it's not and and sorry about your luck you know we said in the in the offseason Kansas City's going to have a guy you want on your team every single week. Problem is, you're never going to know who it is. Mm-hmm. Six weeks in, yeah, we've served to be very true. You didn't play well against the Jets. You still found a way to win. You didn't play particularly well last night outside of Pat Mahomes, who, well, <laughs> he just did that thing he does, which is it, send them. Send, send the blitz. Drop the guys. Whatever it is you want to do, I have a solution to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I just – I'm not as I'm not as far down on Kansas City as I thought I would be if you had told me the score yesterday. 
If you just said this game was going to be 19 to 8, I would go, I'm going to come in here and just rail on the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. And all I could do all night long was go, they're in no danger of losing this game whatsoever. No, you weren't, you, you weren't because you were facing that opponent. And like, the cuter you were, you they try to a, get, the worse it was. You were facing a terrible team. Can you keep doing this? Can you keep doing – can you do this and beat the Miamis and the Buffaloes and the Cincinnatis, and can you do it routinely enough? We got our first one of these of the day. Mm -hmm. I'm your huckleberry. It's from Curtis Davis that said, so no, no mention as to the Jerry, Judy, Steve Smith kerfuffle. We'll get that. Give it a minute. It gets its own segment because that was the highlight of the night, and it wasn't even close. Yeah, we'll get there. Don't worry. Don't worry. There's nothing that you can really knock Kansas City for, right? I mean, this is the number one team or one of or one of the top teams in the AFC in the entire league, and we all gush about how great they are. Okay, were they ever in danger of losing this game? No. Nope. Am I a guy who wants style points? Sure, sure I do. I want style points, but more importantly, I I, I want them because I want to believe. Right, I want to believe in this team is going to be able to survive if something, God forbid, happens to Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey goes down. I don't feel as good about this team. No, you wouldn't feel as good. But I, I genuinely, I, I told you this was Detroit. I'll keep telling you. What would it hurt to have another one? I had to have another one. You're not team. so in this office. Who's that going to be? You, you keep saying this like, oh, just go get a weapon. Who? I don't know. De Devontae Adams, who's in your division? No, that's no, not. No, they're not coming off of him. There's not one out there. This is what they have been doing for two years. I get it. Through, through what are we at? Six games. How many targets do you think have more than 10? Or How many of their receivers, running backs, tight ends, wide receivers, how many guys do you think have more than 10 targets? It's um, nine. Mm -hmm. How many had more than 10 last year? 13. Okay. This is exactly what they've done since there's been no Tyreek Hill. Right. They're figuring out who the Juju Smith-Schuster from last year was going to be. It just doesn't matter. You're saying insurance for Travis Kelsey. What what actual legit weapon is going to sign up to do this? Juju Smith-Schuster, who I'm not sure is even any good, did it for a year, won a ring, and I'm out. Mm -hmm. Because nobody that's an elite weapon wants to come in here and get four targets a week. Because that's what you're going to get. No. no. Name me the player that would do more. That you can actually get. Oh. Well, that I don't know. That's the point. This is like, this to me would be like saying, you know, I really wish every day was Saturday and ice cream didn't make you fat. Sure. It's not going to happen. So your style points aren't going to happen. And what I'm saying this to is in, in response to a lot of Eagle fans that said, why do you have the Chiefs ahead of the Eagles? Mm -hmm. For the same reason that I said yesterday. Because if you played right now, I think they're going to beat you. Because I've watched you play teams with two targets, period, and you couldn't stop them at times. Washington Commanders. Mm -hmm. What do you think you're going to do when you have no idea where it's coming from? And this is what he wants to do. There were plays last night where Kadarius Tony looked like a legit receiver in the league. Rishi Rice, I like a lot. Justin Watson dropped a wide-open 50-yard bomb and then may have broken himself in half. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what happened, but it did not look good. It, it's just, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. This is the way this team is going to be. It's the way Andy Reid has been outside of a handful of years where he had Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. 
Are they going to come in here and beat teams by 40? No, but they're going to keep beating you. They're going to end up going 13 and 4, 14 and 3. They're going to be the one or two seed in the AFC. And one of you is going to have to go in there and beat them. And I don't know that anybody can do it. Not a lie was told. I'm right there with you. Still just saying I'd like it better if they had a weapon. Perfect world. Uh, <laughs> but but I came away from last night thinking about Andy Reid. I looked at this game and I went, this is, you know, you have weapons, sure. You have great weapons. But this is all Andy Reid. This is Andy Reid's genius of having a game plan to handle who you're playing. Doesn't matter. We don't have to show out and score 40 points. We can play the pace of the game and we can just outmaneuver you. Apparently, unless we're in the red zone. I don't know what that was all about. But, I mean, I, they had how many drives that died in the red zone? Six? I mean, and I'm I'm going to say what I said earlier. Why would I show anything over the top? I have no fear of Denver. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure we could have played that game till 4 o'clock this morning, and I don't know that Denver would have ever gotten across the 50-yard line if right. Kansas City wasn't just dropped back in, in four-man rushes and dropping seven guys. Right. So, okay, I got to kick field goals. The field goals work. Mm-hmm. In this case, field goals work. Field goals may not be enough to beat some other teams. You still, they still have some things to figure out on that offense. And, and when it matters, maybe. they will. Yeah, and maybe you beat the Minnesota Vikings, who are awful by seven. You beat the Broncos last night by eleven. You beat the Jets by three. You killed the Chicago Bears because they couldn't figure out Travis Kelsey. When it comes down to it, and you play Miami in London, of which, by the way. How in the world did we convince ourselves to allow Miami, Kansas City to be in London? Does anybody want to get up and have eggs in the two best teams in the AFC? Because I really don't. I don't know. But when that comes about, guess what? You're going to find a way to beat them too. Because that's just what Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey do. So you can gnash your teeth that they're not beating people 48-6. to No, they keep winning. And, And, you know, I've been doing this for a lot of years. And I have never once in the NFL seen where that style point matters. You know, in college football, it does because you got voters that are using their eyes and that's how you get ranked. Mm -hmm. Well, in the NFL, I've never seen that column. Hey, how good did you look on a scale of one to 10? Because that's how we see the playoffs, apparently. Oh, wait, it doesn't mean squat. Five and one on to LA. Mm -hmm. Well, on to Kansas City to play LA. And you'll beat them too. You're in the Sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. At Ingles, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels. Whether we're building new fields for t-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys. And we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. 
the best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. Back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. It's a football Friday. Go ahead. Football Friday. <laughs> he doesn't like it when I don't when when when, when I when I don't let him do it. You got to give it the appropriate amount of vigor. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, it's time to begin all of the picks. So uh, we've we, we've got no chief again this week. So, unfortunately, he is uh, not with us in the studio here. So, um, we're just going to give you our picks as we go through each of the games coming up on the NFL slate. And we start with another London game. Are we almost done with these? No. Is this the last week that we're doing London Uh, games? Let's see. We got this one this week. We got Kansas City, Miami in two weeks. I'm pretty sure there's one next week too. Really? That might that one might be in Germany. Is that the Germany game? Uh, well. No, no, we don't have one next week. Okay, all right. Uh, so we take a little a little blip week. Well, well, we got another one this week. After two weeks of the Jaguars winning, uh, let's see if the uh, Baltimore Ravens or the Tennessee Titans can survive the trip across the pond and pull out a win. Oh, the Germany game is the Colts and the Patriots. Uh, why would we do that to Germany? What? I was about to say, what did they ever do to us? But I guess I, we all know the answer to that. I, I, I caught myself before I said it. I realized I was stupid. It would have been had I said it. Come on. And then I wanted to make fun of myself. Come on. That's a Lou Holtz game right there. That's the, that's the best way to play football. That's, that's the seven to three is the best score you could possibly have <laughs> in an NFL football game. That okay. means defense is played on both sides. Scoring really in a premium match football at its finest. Combined 465 yards of rushing. Between the Indianapolis Colts and the New England Patriots. I'm telling you, break out that Maryland eye. They'll never see it coming. Nobody's run that formation in the NFL since 1977. That was me <laughs> with the New York Jets. Baltimore is a four-point favorite against the Tennessee Titans. Do you have any faith, Jeremy, that the Titans will be able to pull out a win here? No. No. No, and I'm going to go on a bit of a tirade. So if you're a Titans fan, you're not going to like what I'm getting ready to say. Uh, because I heard Brady Quinn this morning on 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 his show on on the other network, which is is very good. I give credit where it's due. Don't care what who pays you. Um, and he he was talking about Baltimore flew out to to London on Monday, and the Titans just left today. Do you know why they do that? I ne- I swear to God, this never even crossed my mind. Of why teams do that. Why? Because they're cheap. Because they don't want to put their all their guys up in hotel rooms in London for five days. Ah. Do you know what has happened historically when teams have done this? It just happened to the Buffalo Bills. It happened to this same team a handful of years ago. Mm-hmm. You get killed. Because they get over there. They get acclimated to the the time change and the climate and all of the other things, and they really get regimented. And Baltimore was really proud of the fact they did this. 
and then you come over and it feels like you're playing at nine o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. You're a you're a early man. Yes. When when you wake up at two seventeen in the morning or whatever time it is you wake up, <laughs> do you really feel at your athletic peak? Nah. Until about what time? Nah, I don't know. Two three hours in. I was gonna say maybe noon, maybe, maybe right before the show starts here. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a while to get this trainer rolling. I'm I am legit worried that the Tennessee Titans are gonna get blown out okay and if that's the case and i'm just taking the one word of a man that played in the nfl he played in the nfl i did not i'm gonna take his word for that is why that happens because it's always been one of those things that mystified me of why do certain teams do that and i started thinking about what teams it is that do that and it tends to be owners that are not as cash wealthy as others Mm -hmm. and so maybe that's just an irony i don't believe in coincidences and so i'm gonna say that is what it is and you're going to get blasted by the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. Okay. I was already on Baltimore. It is now my heaviest NFL wager of the week. I'm taking the Ravens minus the four. Nice. I'm right on board with you. Because as you said, I liked Baltimore anyway before you told me that. And now... I'm on. I I think I'm right with right there. With I, I'm you. just I not totally sure. See a blowout coming here. I'm just not sure exactly what is it that Tennessee is going to do well enough to contend with Lamar Jackson. I don't know I, because I, that's I, not I an overly what... fast defense in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then you get Lamar, who is dynamic, and I do think you're going to see him more with his feet this week. I, I really hate that I can't play him in DraftKings because I feel like he's about to have a day and i can't do anything with that and i mean you can still play the the showdown i game. don't play the stupid showdowns I know. And you know why because things like last night oh i needed Cortland sutton you mean that guy who literally looked like he was a, a fan masquerading as a player for do, like three quarters are there not all slate games there are but they're done okay i want to play in the millionaire let me win the million dollars oh, okay i ain't here to win a hundred i got a hundred I'm here to win a thousand. I got a thousand. I ain't got a million dollars. That's what I want. Give me a millionaire in every slate. You got it? Yeah. I know you do. And I will play them all. You give me a Thursday, Monday millionaire, and I'll wait four days to know if I want it. Problem gambling helpline. Call 1 800. I don't have the number. Uh, what are you, a cop? <laughs> your, 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 your degenerate nature is showing out today. It's fun. It's fine. It's and look. Jeremy lost his arse last night on West Virginia. I need a shot to recover. Yeah. And and Lamar Jackson playing in this London game would be hunky dunky. The Tennessee Titans are just a team that I can't trust. I can't trust that from week to week you're gonna have a defense that shows up and plays well. They're gonna be fine, but whether or not you're gonna be able to limit the other team so your anemic offense can outscore them. I can't trust that. I can't trust your running game. It's bootsy as hell. The only thing, the only piece of that game that I think I can trust, or, or at least for the Tennessee side, is uh, is like Tajay Spears. And I, I don't trust him to be good. No, he's going to get touches, but I, I mean, do I care? Nah, not particularly. At this point, it's like the Jameer Gibbs thing. I, I mean, I also look at that secondary and go, who exactly is going to stop Zay Flowers from doing whatever he wants to do? Nobody. Because last week was supposed to be the coming out party, and I'm not sure it's not this week. Mm-hmm. I'm all over Baltimore. I didn't think about this really for 
I didn't think about it for much of a period of time. Did I you? did not either. Uh, Baltimore minus the four for you and I. Do we have the Chiefs picks? I, I sent the text to see if uh, if we could get his oh, picks by goodness. the end of the show. All right. Hey, you know what? We're we are are highly paid, very crafted radio. Prof- I'm sorry, I couldn't even get through that. I, like, I was going to say he takes the advantage, and I don't blame him for doing it in the least. Of I get to hear every pick you give, no and doubt. then I'll go through and, and take two extra days. No doubt. No problem. No doubt. Uh, probably a tense day around the law enforcement world, too. T's and P's for all those who are serving our community. And 100%. Safe out there. Be nice to a cop today. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Miami. <laughs> Taking on the Carolina Panthers this week. <laughs> Whoa. Panther fans. Although, I actually heard that the Panthers have updated their, their in-stadium sound for, for this week. Now instead of wow, wow. it's <laughs> or the sound of a cat getting its tail stepped on. Uh, yeah, yeah that's this good is one. this is not going to be pretty. Yeah, yeah no, it's not going to be. Carolina Panther fans, uh, we love you all. Mm-hmm. We really do. Yes, um, but this would be a, a good weekend to uh, clean out the gutters. Go fishing. Take your take your wife to a to a show. Maybe try a new restaurant uh roomba roomba down there on swan river road highly recommend roomba oh it's a mexican restaurant they give you uh the street corn it's oh. like complimentary <laughs> i thought you were talking like a vacuum cleaner place and like, oh, that is also a roomba room? why are you, why are you going to the roomba place oh like, it's it, yeah. any place let me you want me to tell you how you get my my fat took us in your restaurant <laughs> start off with complimentary blank i don't really care what it is Oh, is this where you get the dollar margs you keep talking about? No, that's Applebee's. Oh. <laughs> that's out in like Candler, and I ain't driving back from a dollar margs Applebee's. I, bro, I live in Woodford. Like that's <laughs> you'll get caught. In that's a, crimes, in and that Uber would be like eighty six dollars. Right, right. Um, yeah, things things are not good for the Carolina Panthers right now. Uh, Miles Sanders has been awful for this team. You just can't block. You can't block. You're not great in the back half, and you are about to get toasted. Over under yardage for Tyreek Hill. I'm going to set the line at 121 and a half. I was over at 100. When you started with woo, over. Uh, Taylor M. is is planting his flag that this is his upset of the – or her, I I don't know which one. Uh, Upset of the week. I, I that's brass ones Let's uh, no go. doubt I, I i will salute your confidence because the last time i planted my flag on something like that it was me saying that the chicago bears were going to win the nfc north and that bet took seven minutes before i went i'm in danger Mm-mm. I, i'm not doing it I'm, I'm, I, I salute your bravery yeah but i am not yeah, no. I um, I genuinely think if anybody watches this game for more than ten minutes, you're a sadomasochist, or you're time. a Miami Dolphins fan who just enjoys watching your bully hold this team down and just beat its brains out. Do I need to tell you what the word sadomasochist means? Because yeah. I I don't think you know. Because basically, you just said the definition of what that means. <laughs> well, I didn't think you were talking about. I thought you were talking about the Panther fans. I was talking about anybody. Anybody. It just means you enjoy watching somebody get beaten. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're the B-ter or the B-T. Or, uh, I got Okay. See, I see where you're coming from on that one. Uh, Miami 
by whatever. It's 13 and a half, and you could have told me it was 26 and a half, and I'd have taken it. Yeah, I just uh, I don't see a path that this is the game where you get on pace. I don't love that Miami defense, and I never have. So, well, I, it's okay because the Panthers don't have an offense. That's exactly where I was headed. Yeah. So, is, so you're telling me I got to get on pace in a game where I have to stay on pace with the Dolphins? Yeah, I'll pass. Mm-mm. I mean, look, I know that when we all universally pick a game, we tend to be horrifically wrong. I don't believe that this is going to be the one, and I'm going to say Taylor M. is the dissenter, and that is what allows the betting gods to give us happiness. All and for more, Taylor, we we salute your sacrifice. All the more reason for Taylor to rejoin us here on Monday so you can talk smack. Oh, yeah. Hey, you're right about this. We, we'll we'll trust you. Oh, you should record forward. TikTok videos of you yeah. uh, of you telling us how stupid we are. Yes. No doubt. Yes. And, and I would applaud you for it. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. More previews coming up next. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville inside the Ingalls studio on a... Football Friday. Yeah, last night was Thursday Night Football, though. And, um, well, Steve Smith. Yeah, that guy that we love. Steve Smith, senior, former Carolina Panther. Let me forget about the Baltimore Ravens years. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, still, look, Steve Smith's one of my favorite players awesome. of all time, and he never came close yeah. to my team. Yeah, he's he's awesome. He's awesome. Uh, and he had some choice words for Jerry Judy last night because apparently he's been talking about jerry judy on his podcast steve smith senior's podcast cut to it he's been talking about jerry judy as being a jag do you know what that means jeremy just a guy yeah just a guy it's also my initials so apparently jerry heard about this and last night as as steve and mike garofolo were on the sidelines well, Jerry Judy came over, and I'll just play you the audio of exactly how this went down on the air. Mind you, Steve Smith is on the air being very, very, as some would say, unprofessional. Get up. 
However, a short while ago, yeah. Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy was walking by, and Steve called out to him, I and he got a different reaction. I called out to him because I, on my podcast, Cut To It, I just talked about guys that maybe have not um, showed up in a way or in a manner. And so the word that I've used uh, to describe him in the past was a jag, just a guy. Just a guy. And so when I saw him, he's playing well. I wanted to say to him face-to-face, like, hey, I know I said some things in the past I probably shouldn't have, and I'm sorry. That's what I wanted to say to him. His response, Mike Rob and Bucky, was ninja. Ninja? Yes, I'm using the word ninja. That's, I'm just using the word ninja. I don't mess with you. And it was, a, it was a curse word. And so I was like, all right, and then he repeated it. So I'll say it again. I'm sorry that I said you were a jag, just a guy who's an average wide receiver that you use a first-round pick on that isn't doing anything. I hope today that you actually show up in a way that you haven't showed up in the last couple of years since they drafted you. So if you ever got a problem with Agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver that they eventually will move on. And when teams call me and asking, should they trade for you? I will say no, don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism from people who watch specifically, can he be a wide receiver? He could be a wide receiver. He's a tier three. Go back into the studio. I'm done. (laughs) Go back into the studio. I'm done. He's a tier three wide receiver and this dude sucks. Uh, Can I ask a question? I've heard a lot of people say he was, he, he was being unprofessional were there any lies told? No. I didn't hear a single lie. No. Did you see the video of Jerry Judy dancing around the studio? That was enough for me, if I'm the GM, if I was even considering it, to go, nah, dog, I'm good. I'm going to pass. Then, if that wasn't enough, so this is your retribution game. This guy was talking smack about me, and I feel disrespected. I'm going to go prove him wrong. Hey, w- w- then what'd you do? Hey, w- w- what did, you know, I I don't really, all oh, three catches for 14 yards. Ooh. Awesome. Awesome. Your three catches might have gotten me from where I'm sitting right now to the bathroom. Uh, I'm going to say you're not even a jag. You're, you're less than a jag because you're not a guy. You're not a guy that I can count on in any shape, form, or fashion. No. You're a historic level wide receiver bust because we thought your floor was what your ceiling is right now. Mm-hmm. And then your reaction to a dude that, A, would absolutely beat the smoke off of you. <laughs> right. Uh, it's fun to act like a tough guy when you got somebody at work that you know cannot punch you directly in the face. Bring that same energy when you run into Steve Smith on, I don't know, any other occasion. That dude would dog walk you in a way that I don't think you're mentally prepared for. Seacrest out. Mm-hmm. If I was a GM looking at Jerry Judy and that reaction, you are a bum. Yeah, we'll You are the him. same bum that you have been your entire career. I agree. I saw every bit of that, and I went, "I, you know, I ain't heard a lie yet. Uh, by the way, here's a fun stat that not a lot of people know. Me and Jerry Judy have the same number of 1,000-yard receiving seasons in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's zero, which, you know, all of us have. I'm waiting for the Peter King article. That's what I'm looking for. I just, I, I look, look at, at all of it and go, you know what? <laughs> 
<laughs> Y'all know there's a Peter King. I love fake tough how, guys. How how unprofessional Steve Smith is for calling out another player. I absolutely uh, love fake tough guys. Yeah. I mean, look, Steve Smith has the right. That's what I want you to do. You know what I don't want from an analyst? This puff bull crap of, hey, look, Taylor Swift's up in the box with Brittany Mahomes. Let's take a look at what they're doing. Uh-huh. She doesn't even know what a football is, Tim. <laughs> I, I don't want that. If a guy's a bum, call him a bum. That's what we're paying you for. Yeah. That's why Steve Smith is fantastic at this. I agree. So Peter King or anybody else can write whatever they want to. He didn't say a thing wrong. Not one word. And no, for you to come right. out and show that, you're, so you're mad that he called you just a guy and then your entire offense put up 197 yards in an NFL football game. Awesome. Well, I can't call the plays. You know that that would be the response. That would be like somebody calling you a wuss and then you just pay your pants and walk <laughs> off to your car and sit in your dirty pay pants. Congratulations, that's a thing you did. Nice. Speaking of things that they probably don't sound exactly the way that you intended it when you said it, uh, our buddies at the Pat McAfee Show, they had uh, Oklahoma Sooner linebacker Danny Stutzman on their show earlier this week. And he said that Oklahoma has a very strange person playing scout team quarterback. And it's old golden hat, relative of death, cowboy himself, Brent Venables. Aha. Uh-huh. Apparently at 52 years old, he can torch their defense. Really? Yeah. He'll, According to Stutzman, he said, that's the type of dude you want as your head coach, man. He'll lower the shoulder. He'll run you over. He's not in pads, but you'd be surprised. Coach V's a guy waking up at 5 a.m. to run stadiums. He actually hurt his meniscus, and he was still in practice slinging the rock. He doesn't take any days off. Wow. I like everything you said there. Where the problem came in is that you said that a 52-year-old man was toasting your defense. Mm-hmm. See, I I know. I know you were looking out for your dude because that's your dog. But what I heard is that your defense is so bad that your 52-year-old head coach who's on one knee is still cooking you. Which Texas somehow Gwen Ewers couldn't do it. Though I don't think that played how you wanted it to. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's just me. Maybe you shouldn't have. Maybe you shouldn't have said that. You weren't not done that. <laughs> you weren't not done that. It didn't go how you wanted it to. Our week six in the NFL. Our uh, you're you're posting up the 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 house picks too right here. Um, uh, I am. In, they in were the on chat. Baltimore, right. and it appears that they are aggressively on Miami. Okay. So far, I have seen no surprises. Everything everything tracks. Uh, next game: the Atlanta Falcons and the Washington Commanders in Atlanta. One o'clock. Atlanta is a two and a half point favorite, and I don't think that's enough. Really? Yeah, I don't. You, I'm not buying into Washington. I've, I've, I've told you this. Now, I haven't been a big believer of the Atlanta Falcons either, so this is kind of like a, uh, you know, I'm not really rooting on either side here. I was, I was, a, a, I was narrative, about to say. a narrative gets served one way or the other. I mean, I already feel like Washington has fallen off of any hope of me ever being on their bandwagon for this season anyway. I'm still kind of on the Falcons, though. I don't know. Uh, I think they, I think they'll be able to move the ball against this team. It's not good. It's not going to be pretty. This is going to be a gross game. 
I don't think I don't see the big Sam Howell bust out game coming. He'll be fine, and this will be a gross nineteen to sixteen battle. Um, I will say I'm I'm on the under. It's forty two and a half. I have a weird I, I I don't know where where this is coming from. And maybe it's that I just saw Desmond Ritter have a really good game mm-hmm. against a team that I didn't expect him to. Mediocre, and I was going to say something meaner there, and I audible halfway through it. Good for you. Um, I'm in a good mood. I quit smoking. It's, and I got through the chew on nails day and fight everybody I came in contact with. Um, when I see mediocre quarterbacks have really good games, it tends to be the following week. They show me exactly who they are, mm-hmm. and that's what I think is going to happen here. Uh, I don't think Arthur Smith has – I don't think you've had that game yet where you got punched in the face where you shouldn't have, and you've learned the lesson of B. John Robinson is the best part of your offense and you're not leaning on it enough. I, I'm going to say this is a combination of things. Atlanta does not cover spreads. They're 1-4 and four on the year. 3-2 and two overall, 1-4 and four covering the spread. Mm-hmm. And I think Atlanta's fine, and yes, they're at home, and yes, I think they have the better coach. Washington has exponentially the better quarterback. And I don't know how you're going to cover up all those weapons. I'm taking the Washington Commanders, plus the two and a half. I'll take them outright as a money line dog. Okay. I think they go into Atlanta and beat them. Okay. The biggest deficiency Washington has is their offensive line and their secondary. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like Desmond Ritter is going to be able to punish that secondary, and I'm not sure the pass rush is going to get home enough because I don't have to challenge A.J. Terrell. I can go other places. I like Washington okay. a lot. All right. And just to be clear, the public's on – or the, the Sharps are on Washington as well. Interesting. 54% of the cash on less than 40% of the tickets. Okay. Means the bigger money is on – the Washington Commanders. All right, let's go to uh, oh, let's go to Chicago, where the Minnesota Vikings take on the Chicago oh. Bears. NFC oh. North Gross Fest. So there's no Justin Jefferson for the Vikings. <laughs> no, there's not. All right, uh, the Bears. They don't have Khalil Herbert or Roshan Johnson. Roshan's not for sure yet, but he still hasn't come out of the concussion protocol. It's looking so, pretty. If you're not out of the, or, or if you're not even like rumored to be close to being out of the concussion protocol, well, it's not even by close. Friday, I'm I, I'm gonna need to see somebody play the following week after a concussion before I go. Yeah, he's gonna play. Yeah, and oh, it was on Thursday. Yeah, that adds a couple days, mm-hmm. but it's not the first time that we've had somebody get concussed on Thursday night football, and none of them played the following week in yeah. a year. Now, could Roshan clear the protocol and play? Absolutely, that could happen at any moment. But if not, then it's Deontay Foreman time. I've seen him win games before. I'm not sure I've seen uh, Minnesota win many games without Justin Jefferson. I'm on the Chicago Bears at home. See, now why did you have to do that? <laughs> Is that what you wanted to do? No, because... I wanted you to take Minnesota to talk me out of doing it. Oh, I can't talk you out of this one. We fully believe the Chicago Bears are one of the handful of worst teams in the NFL. Yes. The Vikings are too. Yes. Especially without Justin. Okay. What is the question I almost universally always ask? 
who has the better quarterback? I mean, that's it's Minnesota, Minnesota. by eight thousand sure. times. Sure, who has the better coach? Minnesota. It's Minnesota by a hundred times, and that's really just a, a take on how bad Matt Eberflus is. Win a game, then we'll talk about me pronouncing your name correctly. Um, and Chicago's at home, but I, do I really feel like Bear fans are going to show up in droves to watch a team that's one and four with a win over the hapless Broncos? Or it wasn't even over the Broncos, over, I mean, the, over the hapless Washington Commanders, excuse me? On the road? Yeah. No, this has a letdown spot written all over it. I'm taking Minnesota. I'll take them out, Ryan. Moneyline dog, they win too. All right. All right. Uh, I'll be on Chicago. He's on Minnesota. This is the Sportsocracy. And uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, also in a 1 o'clock game. Indianapolis Colts. This is one of the more interesting games of the week. Jaguars are four-point favorites at home. The Indianapolis Colts seem to be one of those teams that Jacksonville always has trouble with. And for some reason, they seem to have trouble with them at home, too. Like, especially at home. This is a game where you... Are you going to trust what your eyes say, or are you going to trust narratives? I'm... Come on now, you know you want to do it. I do. I want to do it. I want. I want to do it, but I'm not gonna. I'll take Jacksonville minus the four. Sweet, that's exactly what I wanted you to do because I'm taking Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't. Even, I don't even think it's close. Really? Genuinely, I don't even think it's close. Just scared. As soon as I saw cover. this number, I went, "Yep, bet you I know what side of that I'm gonna be on." You're coming back to the states after two full weeks in London. Mm-hmm. Then you get a one o'clock game against a former quarterback. With a team that's already underrated to what we've seen. When I said trust your eyes, think of the two the, the three games that they played in the States. Take out the two games in London. You would not be laying four points with this team. You wouldn't be. You would not be. But you got two teams that had spent 15 seconds in London, one of whom is not nearly as good as they are, the other who had been there for a couple days, and they'd been there for two weeks. And now you're over overstating the impact of that. I'm not telling you Indianapolis wins. As soon as I saw this game on the schedule, my first thought was, if I'm catching more than a field goal, I'm taking Indianapolis, and I won't think about it for five seconds. Yep. How much of the money in Vegas do you think is on Indianapolis? I'll tell you, the ticket breakdown is about 3-1 to one Indy. 85%. You're too low. It's 93 and a half. Wow. This has bad news bears written all over over it all right all right i'll take jacksonville at home minus the four you're on indianapolis okay any of that based on talent or just on narrative it's not based on narrative it's based on that's a bad line that is a bad line that means you think jacksonville would be a favorite in indianapolis and i don't think they would be mm-hmm. i don't at least i don't think they should be okay they're a good team indianapolis is a good team too i know that's not what we thought coming into this end of this season but they are and with Gardner Minshew, that veteran presence that I know can throw it all over the yard. With Anthony Richardson, I would be taking Jacksonville. He's not playing, and I'm not. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Jeremy's first set of bangers coming up next. The season we've all been waiting for is here. 
No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The Asheville Championship returns to Harris Cherokee Center in Asheville November 10th and 12th. This year's field is the best yet. The Clemson Tigers, Maryland Terrapins, Davidson Wildcats, and the Blazers of UAB. Four exciting matchups with a champion to be crowned at one of the premier early season tournaments in college basketball. For more information and to get your tickets, go to AshevilleChampionship.com. That's AshevilleChampionship.com. It all starts in Asheville November 10th and 12th. Proudly sponsored by Ingalls Markets. It's a football Friday, which means it's time for only bangers. And, you know, we start off with favorites. I hate giving points, but I will when the situation merits it. And the first one, the Oregon State Beavers are a a three-and-a-half-point favorite against UCLA. I'm going to keep doing this. I don't think there's a team in America I have been more wrong on against the spread than UCLA. Oregon State's really good. Really good. And DJ Uyunglele, I know he was terrible with the uh, Clemson Tigers. He's been a really good beaver. Uh, Two of them are better than one. Give me the beeves minus three and a half. Next, LSU is an 11-point favorite against Auburn. Let me say that again. A team that scores basically at will is an 11-point favorite against a team that can't score to save their lives. This feels really easy. I think LSU's defense actually shows up this week. They have talent. Harold Perkins has a week. Give me LSU minus 11 under the 60. Washington State's a 7.5-point favorite against Arizona. This one's in Pullman. I'm going under the 58 because I love I love that Washington State defense. I love that Washington State team. I think we're overvaluing the fact that Arizona stayed close with Washington and with USC. This is the week I think they have spent themselves and they're going to get blistered by the Cougs. Washington State minus seven and a half. And finally, we have it every week. It's my most confident pick of the week, and this week it's a favorite. We call it the achy breaky, no mistakey. The Kansas Jayhawks are a three-point favorite against the horrifically bad Oklahoma State Cowboys. I don't know what Kansas needs to do to get respect, but they were a dog last week to Central Florida and beat them by 40. Give this team some respect. I don't care if it's Jaden Daniels. I don't care if it's Jason Bean. They roll. Rock Chalk Jayhawk minus the three. Take those wagers to betus.com. Use our promo code SPORTSOCRACY to get 125% deposit match on your initial investment and up to 30 risk-free bets so you can wager football with us all season long. That's right. we got a big weekend of football here on ESPN. Asheville starting tonight with the Buncombe County High School football game of the week. we got Irwin and Robertson, so my team and – Jeremy's team don't like your chances going at it no on uh homecoming for Irwin it's not gonna be great uh but 
on AM 1400, it's the big one. It's the Tuscola Pisgah matchup. Go get your 50 50 tickets now. That one's always a record setter. And of course, North Carolina Tar Heels, Miami on ESPN Asheville tomorrow night. We'll be right back. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingalls studio. Back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, Hour 2 on a... Football Friday! It is uh, the Sportsocracy, and we're heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app and seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click that live video link, subscribe to the channel. That way you can join us in the chat. You can vote in the poll as well. We're registering all of the house votes on this weekend's NFL games. No, we just um, had our first really close one. Uh, the house is taking the Atlanta Falcons okay. against the Washington Commanders. Okay. So right. they so are with side. you. Yes, the house is on my side. I like it when the house is on my side. Why well, say so you can all be wrong together? No, I feel like that's gone well for us uh, over the last couple of weeks. Um we haven't been bad. So last week, Jeremy and I ended up tying after he had Las Vegas and I had the Green Bay Packers on Monday Night Football. Uh, so we finished 10-4 and four on the week. I felt like that was very respectable showing for the two of us after some dog water weeks. Hey, um, we're back. Uh, I'm up over 500. You're one game behind it. You know, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, folks. Right. Everybody has bad weeks. That's right. Um, the house was 9-5 and five last week, and uh, Chief – was eight and six just behind us for the season uh the chief is two games behind jeremy one game behind me it's all real close uh here through the first five weeks of the season so uh keep on voting in those polls uh, i also need to point out that the vikings are a three-point favorite not a three-point dog okay I, I, one of us said that. I, it may very well have been me. It, it may have been. Uh, I had it written down wrong. So, you know, I am like Ron Burgundy. I read whatever it is you put in front of me. Right. Uh, no, it's uh, Chicago plus the three for me. Yes, I will take Minnesota minus the three. Jeremy is on Minnesota minus the three. All right, uh, let's go New Orleans and Houston. This might be the hardest game to pick of the week for me. And And I agree with you. However, I just – I go to the – can we call it shaky output from the Houston Texans last week? I still believe in the New Orleans defense. I believe in New Orleans, period. I don't really believe in the offense, per se, but I don't know that you're going to have great resistance in this game. It's not a shot at tech at the Texans. No, I'm it's taking just, a shot at the Texans. I feel like the weapons for the Saints can get one over on the uh Texans. Like get one over a whole bunch of times. I was super conflicted on this game. Uh Calvin Beermaster Rogers in our YouTube comments asked if I thought this was a trap game. I I think it could be. Mm-hmm. You're coming off just beating the brains out of New England. You could read your own press clippings. The only problem is that nobody really seems to believe that that means anything. Mm-mm. Going in there and beating Bill, that didn't mean anything to anybody. So I, I don't necessarily think there's a problem of you walking away from that and really feeling yourself. The The other problem that I have, and I, this became abundantly clear to me 
when I checked the, the betting slips. There is a belief that the Houston Texans are much better than they are. Okay. 60% of the tickets are on the Houston Texans. Okay. What percentage of the money is on the Texans? 40. Too high. 39. Too high. You went down a percentage I went point? down a, I'm going to do this 1% until you just tell me. 38. Nine. It's nine. <laughs> 9%? 9%, which Holy means that the God. Sharps are coming in heavy on New Orleans. And I was leaning that way anyway. I was curious to see if the Sharps were, were thinking that this would be a trap game because I don't love Dennis Allen, and I've said that a million times. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr has not been particularly good, but this is a week that I – when I looked at the matchups, this is a week where I thought New Orleans could really show you belong where we've had you in the power rankings. We've had them in the top 15 all year long. Yep. And that's who I think you are. I don't think the Texans are that. Okay. I don't. I know C.J. Stroud has been really impressive up to this point. I have cautioned anybody that will listen. I am afraid there is a week coming, and I saw things last week from the Falcons that lend to me that we're getting closer to this. Where I'm not going to say it comes crashing down, but you have a week where you see, oh, yeah, you're a rookie quarterback. You're a rookie quarterback, and this is not pitch and catch because now we have film on you, and now we're seeing things that you can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. And if anybody's going to do it, I could very easily see it being the the New Orleans Saints. Okay. Because I think Lattimore will take away Nico Collins. I'm still – I'm not sure if Tank Dell's going to play. He's concussed, so I'm going to say same thing I said with uh, with Roshan Johnson. Right. Nobody's played the following week, Maybe so not. I'm going to assume he's not going to either. Mm-hmm. That really cuts down on your weapons. Now you're really leaning more on Damian Pierce. And I could see Dennis Allen just looking at this going, you're going to beat me. Or this team is not going to beat me, yeah. and I don't think CJ Stroud can do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think uh, I think the the pass rush from Houston has a chance to make some splash plays against uh, a I don't want to call them porous. That's a little harsh of a word, but you know I would say at a suspect at times New Orleans Saints line, but I don't think it's going to be too much. I don't think it's going to be they're going to have them off their game, whatever that looks like these days. I like New Orleans in this one as well. New Orleans minus the one and a half, and um, we shall see. Cincinnati Bengals, Seattle Seahawks. Cincinnati's a two and a half point favorite at home. And is it real? Is what we saw last week from Joe Burrow and company, is that real? Is he back? Is he fine? Is it going to matter? Is that offensive line good enough to hold off the Seattle Seahawks who have the best pressure rate in the league? I, as as your reigning defending champion um, of this here segment, I, I'm going to reserve the right to pick last. Okay. Namely, because I'm really curious where you go with this. Mm-hmm. You just want to be on the opposite side. Nope. Again, that's how this Nope. Nothing you say is going to change. I'm just, (laughs) you're going to see my reaction as to whether you're on the same side as me. Oh, okay. Because this week has bloodletting written all over it for one of us. And I'm enjoying that we're very much on opposite sides of games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've already differed on quite a few games throughout this process. Um, I am, I am a believer in the Cincinnati Bengals. 
I am too. And I'm a believer in that offense, that things are going to be better from here on out. We haven't seen any reports of setbacks for Joe with the calf. Everything looked good to me last week. I'm not the expert, obviously, but it looked like they were figuring it out. The Seattle Seahawks defense is no joke. Mm-hmm. I'm not throwing, you know, I'm I'm not trying to disparage them at all. This is not one of those cases where I think Seattle or Cincinnati will just come out and boat race them. I think this is going to be the game of the week. I this agree. Is, this is the high scoring game of the week for me. This is the game that I want pieces of, even though Vegas, I mean, the over under is 45, which I'm going aggressively over. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you are, but I am. Uh, yes, it's what, 45? 45. Yeah, it's not close. It's uh, not by even... the way, this week in the main slate, so if you're playing in, in DraftKings and the Millionaire and things like that, there's not a game that has over a 50 over under. So, good luck. <laughs> there's no very obvious shootout game in this slate. Mm-hmm. That tends to lead to lower ownership percentages and a lot more uh, flexibility. Uh, I need to. Uh, I think I need to hold all other comments until Divine tells me which way to go on this. Game. I already know which way to go, uh, and I already know, know which way he's going. You know which way I'm going. Are you taking the Cincinnati Bengals? Yes. Well, you know that's unfortunate because I'm taking the Seattle Sea Chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Team coming off a of bye. This is the best West Coast team in the league coming east. Mm-hmm. I get Pete Carroll coming off a of bye against Zach Taylor. This is the only pick I have that I changed from t- Tuesday when the numbers were all out. Mm-hmm. This is the only one I changed my mind on. Because the more I thought about it, the more I sat there going, am I really allowing a win over the Arizona Cardinals to sway me this much? And then I went back to the power rankings. Which one of these teams do I think is better? It's Seattle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm getting, I'm catching points here. Okay, you're at home. It has never had an effect on Seattle. In the last handful of years, it has never had an effect on Seattle. So why do I care? So I mentally told myself, all right, if you played this game in Topeka, Kansas, how would I feel? Mm -hmm. I would be looking at the weapons for Seattle going, I'm not sure how Cincinnati's going to defend that because the defense has not been as good as I wanted it to be. You got the line right for a week against a team that has no pass rushers. I love this pick. And the more I've thought about it, the more I like it. I'm taking Seattle. I'm taking Seattle in the money line. I think they went out right. All right. Cincinnati minus the two and a half for me. Jeremy's going with the underdog Seattle on the road. Have we agreed on a game since the very beginning? Uh, Yes, we just agreed on New Orleans. Okay. I didn't write your pick down on them. Uh, that was really a low key way of me going. Hey, which one did you pick again? Cause... No, we were we were right there on Baltimore and Miami, and then every game other than New Orleans we have differed on. I'm on Atlanta, Chicago, Jacksonville, Cincinnati. You're on Washington, Minnesota, Indianapolis, and Seattle. It seems to it seems to me that when we get that poll up in the chat, the chat's going to be with me on Seattle. At least that's how it's looking. Yeah, can't say that definitively. Yeah, but it's how it looks. Okay. All right, we we shall see. Um, like I said, I think uh, I think this is going to be the high scoring game of the week, and in the end, it'll be Joe Burrow and the Bengals offense getting that one last score to win it. I'm I'm just curious before we but before we shade off this game mm-hmm. because we got a handful coming up that uh, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of decision on. Let's say Seattle beats Cincinnati. Yes, let's say I'm right. Mm-hmm. 
How do you feel about Cincinnati at that point? I, I will probably feel like they lost to a good Seattle team, and this is not a disaster. So it, changed, not it a, changes nothing. Probably for you. not. It's not a reason to hit the hit the emergency button for me. I'm not panicking curious. after that. It gets, I mean, it gets exponentially more difficult, obviously, with, with, with each loss you rack up. It'll depend on how healthy they come out of this game. None of those I, were any of the things I thought about. What I thought really? about was you have to travel to San Francisco after your bye week, mm-hmm. and then you have to play the Bills. Mm-hmm. So this is a this is this is gut check time for the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, no that, to me, there's no team in the NFL that the 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 thermostat is hotter on that we really believed in. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you think back to the teams that we came into the season going, these are the real contenders. This is the only one that's not pretty much where we expect it because there's a great path there's a great path here that you're gonna be two and six and at two and and six you're done right at that point there's no coming back so Uh, michael mulcair said he beat me to the punch feels like if they lose cincinnati's back to where they were before arizona that's exactly where i was headed with that is I, i feel like if that is if that's how this goes and Pete Carroll comes out and has some master class, and they win this game, something in the neighborhood of 31-28, mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to look at Cincinnati exactly how we did two weeks ago, of what's wrong with Joe Burrow, why is the offense, why is the defense, can they fix it, is this still a playoff team? It'll depend on what kind of game. I don't know right. that it does. Uh, yeah. I don't know that losing if the, if at is, home. If this is what I think it can now, be. Now, now take the two of us out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about public narrative. You let a West Coast team come East, beat you at 1 o'clock in your stadium, you don't think the public will overreact and go, oh, God, the sky is falling? I I mean, you probably will. Because I think it will be orange and black, chicken little, and everybody will be running around like it's raining Volvos. Of course it will, because at that point you're 2-4, and right? You're 2-4, and your ultimate uh, disappointment, blah, 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 blah. But it will make a huge difference if what I think this game could be is – kind of a shootouty game that goes somewhere in the neighborhood of that 27-24 or 34-31 kind of a slug out matchup where the offenses are moving, the defenses are making plays, but it still looks good. You're going to feel much better about that than if it's a 17 to 10 slugfest and the offense looks disjointed and Joe Burrow's limping on the ankle or the calf or whatever like you're going to feel different about this if it's a good game. Uh, Bill Budacek in our YouTube comments said, uh, the Bengals could play every game with hamburgers on their heads instead of helmets, and Tank would still believe in them. You're right. Pretty much. You're right. Me, on the other hand, I am a little more skeptical. <laughs> you're not a believer? Is that what you're saying? It's not that I'm not a believer. It's just you put yourself behind such an eight ball. Uh, you're behind the eight ball to such a point, mm-hmm. and you know my feelings on but that. But is it Taylor. any fault of their own? <laughs> yeah it's a fault of your own because you have to be able to adjust and see that's the that's the problem is that this comes back to an issue that i've had for a long time i don't believe in zach taylor nearly as much as the rest of you mm-hmm. do he got to a super bowl we i i'm well aware of that but it hasn't really changed a lot of what i've thought is that you have a really good quarterback mm-hmm. and it has covered up some of your ills i think you have a really good defensive coordinator which has covered up some of your ills 
the problem is that when you take that away and Joe is not 100% of what Joe is and the defense is not 100% of what it's supposed to be, who does that fall on? Mm -hmm. And now I need Zach Taylor to come in here and beat Pete Carroll, and I don't believe he can do it. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. We'll continue with the week six analysis next. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. The Sportsocracy. That is some good, clean family fun there, ain't God? Yeah, it's almost the weekend. The NFL week has begun. Last night's grumper. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. I'm sorry, I can't I can't stop laughing at you know, if you're a headline writer and that's your job, you should probably read things. <laughs> Outkick has a, a headline that says one X video proves why the NFL loves Taylor Swift. If you know, you know. If you don't know, you have no idea why I just said that. But hey, Twitter. That's why you call yourself Twitter and not X. <laughs> great advertising. I 100% it was great advertising for somebody. Yep. Somebody's looking at their SEO right now going, what just happened? Right. Why are we trending right now? <laughs> uh, San Francisco 49ers and the Cleveland Browns face off this weekend. Oh, uh, here, will... here's the analysis of this game. Are you or are you not starting P.J. Walker? <laughs> okay. I See, I've read this book, and you're not going to like how this goes. No, no. This is like the opposite of Men's Warehouse. You're not going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. San Francisco's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite, and uh, Deshaun Watson is not going to be playing again. I'm, I'm still just Ask me trying the question. to figure out. Ask me the question. What? You asked it before the show. Ask it right now. Can you blame Deshaun? What what was my question? Your question was, how would your teammates feel about Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Uh, And I can't into this here microphone say what I said, but I will say I'll I'll PG it up for the radio and say, if I was a teammate of Deshaun Watson, knowing you have now been cleared for two games 
and you had a bye week between it, and you have the most guaranteed money in any quarterback in the NFL, I'm going to tell you that if you asked me even so much as a question, if you even looked at me and asked me what time it was, I might tell you where to go and how to get there, and the directions are down. <laughs> Deshaun Watson was cleared before the bye week to play, but he said, nah, I'm good. Shoulder's not right. All right, I gave you a okay. break on that I, one. I did too. We got the bye week coming up. Get another week to get rested. Okay, he still wasn't practicing through the bye week uh, or, or whenever they got back together. It uh, wasn't practicing this week. And now he's been cleared again, but he has this rotator cuff contusion, he's calling it, uh, and he's choosing not to play. So your team had to go out and get P.J. Walker, who, bring him in. Who, who had not been with the team. Because Dorian Thompson-Robinson cannot play quarterback in the NFL, at least not at this point in his career. Uh, yeah, he and by terrible. the way, how bad does an NFL quarterback who's been with you all of camp since the draft have to be that they go, you know what? What's that XFL MVP kid doing? Uh, yeah. I mean, Carolina, we know, okay. It wasn't great, but did you see him with the Houston roughnecks? Cause that is a quarterback. We can believe in better than Dorian Thompson Robinson. Mm -hmm. You gotta be bad. I would bad love to have heard how that conversation went. Uh, Dorian, um, Deshaun's not going to play this week and, um, neither are you what are we going to do? It's a lot of hand magic. Well, we brought in this guy that was selling cars and <laughs> he sold me a Volvo. That is a fine family sedan. Mm -hmm. Anybody with that kind of salesmanship can play quarterback for my team. Uh, I like, uh, yeah, I liked San Francisco anyway, even if Deshaun Watson was going to be coming back and playing, uh, probably not at the nine and a half, but, yeah, I'll take them minus the nine and a half. I was to going this one easily. I was going to be on on Cleveland with Deshaun Watson, with PJ Walker, um, not so much. Give me the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco has just been destroying everybody anyway. Uh, so even if you were fully healthy, this is not this is probably not a chance I was going to be on your side in this one. The Las Vegas Raiders. And the New England Patriots. You know, there are times that I come up with jokes where I'm like, if I was doing stand-up, I could have said that, and it would have been hilarious. I said it here, and I would have been fired. But I had a joke that just... For what? PG, PJ, we were talking about PJ oh, Walker. Oh. Uh, yeah. Icy hot Deshaun Watson. All right? Play Mad Libs. Figure it out yourself. Okay, I got I got what you're going Somebody with. said yeah. it in the chat, and I got it in my head, and then I just went, oh, shoot. shoot. I can't I can't do nope. that. Nope, can't do that. Las Vegas Raiders, New England Patriots, Bill Belichick versus Josh McDaniel. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Good night. We didn't ask for this. This is so we easy. It's want this. I'm going Las Vegas Raiders. That's fun. Because uh, I'm not. I'm going to the Patriots. Are you really? I walked you right into that. There are times that I can get tanked uh, because you had it right. Yes, the Raiders are more talented. Yes, they're at home. Have you looked around that stadium and realized that, yeah, you do still have the guys in the end zones that are wearing Halloween costumes? Mm -hmm. It's still 70% road teams. And there's a grand number of people that will never get close to a Patriots game that are going to go to this one. It's going to be loud. It's Bill... Bill fighting for his job against a team that's not very good. 
Oh, and by the way, this is his former quarterback. Mm -hmm. He does not lose to people that played for him or coached for him. Give me New England. I didn't think about this for a tenth of a tenth really? of a second. Really? And I, I thought That's you were on the as... New England side, and so no, I tried to. I said that earlier as a joke. Boop. I tried to poke you the other way. Just no. Boop. I said that earlier as a joke. Oh, the Bill Belichick thing. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not buying that anymore. Oh, I'm not either. I, and... I'm not. It's not that I'm buying Bill. It's not that I'm buying uh, New England. Okay. It's that I'm buying Josh McDaniels is the most predictable play caller in the history of the NFL. And there is a great belief in me that Bill, knowing what he knows about Jimmy and knowing what he knows about Josh McDaniels, mm -hmm. may be calling the plays out going, I know exactly what this ball's headed. All you have to do is do what I tell you to do, and we'll be just fine. Okay. All right. I don't think uh, the Patriots will be able to score any points because, uh, well, I mean, we haven't seen them do that much. Oh, uh, and, and you know, it's funny you ask that. How much money is on the over uh, 41 and a half? The over 41 mm -hmm. and a half? Uh, I don't know. 2%. Uh, it's not enough to register. Yeah, there you go. It just has a blank percentage mark on my screen of like one dude named Dave. He was at a casino and he saw Celine Dion and he got drunk and he came in and went over Patriots Raiders. And then he got the slip and he set it on fire. Yeah. Because he didn't mean to do that. Wow. I did not expect you to be on the New England side of that one. Interesting. This is this is definitely going to be a, a bloodbath week for one of us. A hundred percent. Or, 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 we're all going to look down and go, hey, we alternated. <laughs> you got <laughs> one, I got one. one. You got one, I got one. And David Zach beat the smoke yeah, off of us. Which is exactly, uh, exactly the, the, the way that this um, probably will work out. Because that's just my luck. Uh, Los Angeles Rams and the Arizona <laughs> Bill Budichick said, Tank, I hate everything you do. <laughs> You picked the Patriots, or, or you picked the, the Raiders, and New England's going to win this game. Mm -hmm. So why does, he, why does he hate, why does he hate that? Because if this point as a Patriots fan, you want to lose as many games as you possibly can. Uh, At least that's how I read that. Uh, I, got, I got what you're saying. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, Arizona Cardinals. Did you struggle with this way more than you should have? I did. I mean, I stared at it just forever. And, and why I did you, why until I said that, it out loud. Why do you say that way more than you should have? I did until I said it out loud. Okay. What's the biggest problem for the Arizona Cardinal? Secondary? Secondary's awful. Mm -hmm. I mean, genuinely, like, I, I, I almost vlerped right there as I went to say Arizona Cardinal secondary. Uh, do you know who plays for the Rams? A Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup. In the message, repeat the line. As soon as I said that out loud, I went, oh, I've wasted minutes of my life that I'm never getting back. L.A. Rams, <laughs> just L.A. Rams, just and the and play the all your that, Rams, the thing all that got of me them was the was the full touchdown because these games do tend to be close, right? When the when these two when one team is not head and shoulders above the other one, these these games tend to be close. But it is the fact do that it. the Cardinals are. No, I'm not doing it. I'm do on the Rams it. and. I did basically the same thing you did, but I did stare at it and go, I mean, there's a great chance the Cardinals cover this. I don't see that. Really? I you think it's just going to be a blowout? I, I'll put it this way. My DraftKings lineup is a Matthew Safford, Puka Nakua, and Cooper Cup. So that's real expensive, and I don't even kind of care. Wow. I feel like that. I feel like that's a bold strategy. What's what? bold about that? 
So you're telling me I get a team with either a running back who has not practiced in forever or a kid named Amari DiMarcato that I'm still convinced I ordered that at an Italian restaurant one time. And I get Josh Dobbs and that line against Aaron Donald. And you're not seeing how this has possibility for 48 to 5. I, I, I don't believe played, in the defense. with everybody. Though. I don't disagree with you. That's the except thing. Seattle, who they've smoked like a deli meat. I was talking about the Cardinals. The Cardinals have played with everybody, but that is going to at some point that's going to stop happening. I mean, and I'm not, I look at a I'm team that has three. You. you have three receivers I can't cover. This is not going to go well. <laughs> right. I get it. I get it. I just seemed like a lot to me. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and fourteen hundred. We will continue the analysis week six in the nfl hey uh coming up next month we got basketball back in town college basketball in fact it is uh the the earliest premier preseason college basketball tournament in the country the Asheville championship is back and it's better than it's ever been the field is clemson and maryland and davidson and uab we got two days two games each day on the 10th of, of November and the 12th of November, and I've got tickets. If you'd like to go, give me a call right now, 225-4988-225-4988. we got two tickets to each session of the, of the tournament, November 10th and 12th, Harris-Cherokee Center, Asheville. It all starts right here in Asheville. Go to AshevilleChampionship.com. The National Championship proudly sponsored by Ingalls Supermarkets. We can all congregate, have a little show uh, reunion there at the Harris Cherokee Event Center, and you can find out firsthand what it's like to be HWA and watch a game with Jeremy every Sunday, Indeed. where he calls every officiating call and every coaching decision stupid. Indeed. Call now, 225-4988. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. At Ingles, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels. Whether we're building new fields for t-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys. And we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. 
let's get weird, Asheville. <laughs> you jumped the gun on me Yeah, there. you jumped the <laughs> gun on my microphone. I figured I could clear my throat before that thing turned on. My weird story is about it comes from the state of California. Of course it does, because many of the weird things that happen in this country are in California. And it's about brunch. There's restaurants called Kitchen Story, and they do a bottomless brunch. Which, that sounds like a fun idea. Yeah, great. There's only one problem with a bottomless brunch. Mm -hmm. And that is that you get bachelorette parties uh, and a slew of girls named Kelly that show up and decide that they're going to drink 47 mimosas. Here's the problem with drinking a lot of champagne and orange juice together. It sits on your old tum-tum like a volcano. And apparently it has become such a problem for kitchen story that they have started putting an addendum onto the bill with a $50 upcharge if you have a reversal of fortune in their public areas. Well, okay. There is a sign that says, Dear all mimosa lovers, please drink responsibly and know your limits. A $50 cleaning fee will automatically be included in your tab when you yammer in our public areas. Thank you so much for understanding. I have to admit, I think this is brilliant. I don't say many things that come from California are brilliant because that's the state that gave us Miley Cyrus and Gavin Newsom. So your track record's not great, but this is pretty bright. Because look, I'm a grown man. I'm a grown married man. And you know what I love? Brunch. Because it's awesome. Because you show up, it's football time, and you can have breakfast and booze. Yes. And it's awesome. Yes. It's a great way to start a Saturday. But don't go my mind. A Sunday. And... You don't want to know what I drink with with a, a brunch. I feel like this is going to hurt my soul, but go ahead. Oh, it's coffee with whiskey in it. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. I thought you were going to go like super weird or something. No. Okay. I mean, I might drink a beer. I mean, there's also a manmosa that's a beer with orange juice that's she's not shabby. Ooh. Beer and orange juice. Don't I would It's specific kinds of beer. Oh, okay. I mean, don't throw a uh, don't throw a bush light in there, Dale. You know, it's, it's a bad idea. Gross. Just drag that bush like I got some tang and some natty light. <laughs> yeah. That'll be just as You good. know what? I even I cut the other liquids out. I'm just dropping the, the powder into this uh, Schlitz malt liquor. Yeah, no, and, it's, you. and you know what it tastes like? Crap. But it'll get the job did. No, thank you. If I'm, go- I'm going brunch, I'm going Bloody Mary every time. I can't drink those. Why? You love vegetables so much. I do, and I, you know, there's nothing in this life that I want to love more than a Bloody Mary. Uh-huh. My wife gets them all the time, and they look beautiful. It looks like a whole meal in a glass. Yeah. And I love everything involved in that. But the thought of of drinking tomato juice and the thought of vote, voting for Joe Biden give me the exact same reaction, which is I immediately want to vomit in my shoes. Mm. So... There's that. Okay. I mean, that was a weird analogy to make, but. Got a weird brain, Tank. You got a weird brain. She clicks off on cylinders (laughs) that other people don't even understand. (laughs) But you like Bloody Marys? I do. I love them. I love them so much. The spicier, the better. You can control what, you know. I don't know. I've just always liked them. I love tomato juice, like vodka. I am oh, all about it. Look. And then you go you go to these places that put like food in it. Are you kidding me? Wait, I can get an alcoholic beverage with an actual fried chicken stuffed into the top of it? Okay. I'm in. You go to like a a, a beach bar 
and they've got, uh, you know, like crab claws hanging out of the dang things. Heck yeah. I'm all about and it. And by the way, those of you that get, you know, offended, uh, he, he said things about Biden. Hey, vote for the other guy. I'll make jokes about him. <laughs> see, he, then he would be the sitting president. And I hate him too. And I hate him. So there's that. Uh, it is the Sportsocracy ESPN Asheville. All right, let's uh, get into the rest of the, what is this? We're now at the uh, four o'clock slate or inside the four o'clock slate of the games on uh, Sunday. Yeah. Which is. Hey, we got one good game, one that might be halfest, and then two just god-awful, why are you doing this to your eyeball games? Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, let's start with the best of all of the games of the week. It is the Detroit Lions and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Detroit Lions are a three-point favorite against Tampa Bay. I repeat, they're a three-point favorite. How many seconds did you think about this? Um, it, it, there wasn't even a full one. It was nanoseconds. Because honestly, I'm a I'm a self hater, I guess, and I immediately went, I don't care what the number is. Yep. I mean, honestly, if you'd have made it like fifty, obviously, <laughs> yeah. if it was fifty, I would have thought <laughs> uh, I, I would have thought equally last time, and I'd have been on the other side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd you'd have had to go to crazy numbers. For me to be on the Tampa Bay side of this one, I still don't believe in this team. I still don't believe in Baker Mayfield. Is it fine? Is it average? Sure. It's working at the moment with Dave Canales' offense and just the play calling and everything. He seems to be on time. He's got weapons that he can get the ball to. They can score points. I don't know how well you're going to do against this pass rush. I, I, there's not a single person on that offensive line that I trust to block Aiden Hutchinson. No. So, and there's not a single defensive member that I, uh, that, that I trust to, uh, get home on, uh, that no. Detroit offensive line. No, that offensive line I, the terrifying. only pause I had is that Jared Garf becomes a completely different person outside and the weather has historically not mattered. It's worse in cold, but it's, it's not great. Even when it's, I was going to say pretty. in Florida in 80 and sunny, it, I, I'm telling you, one of these days when you got five free minutes, just Google it. Uh, go to Stat Muse and see the discrepancy between him and a dome and him outside. Yeah, it'll blow your mind. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. I don't either. Yeah, I'm taking Detroit. Yeah, I, I think this is the week you get unveiled. I, I have people, and I swear to you, this is happening no less than five times a day, where people are finding that that old quarterback win loss record is a uh, that's a quarterback stat thing. And going, that Baker Mayfield date doesn't sound great anymore. Uh, bro, it's five games. I had mm-hmm. five years. Uh, so that, that's like uh, old, old Bucky getting out of prison and going, well, he didn't do crimes for five days. Well, he did 74 before he went in, Myrtle. That doesn't mean he's reformed. <laughs> like, I mean, this is how you loot. This is how all your valuables wind up in the back of somebody's truck because you gave him a bed in your house because he he learned his lesson. Yeah. Did he? This Did he, is, though? This will be a comeback to reality game for a lot of Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans. I mean, it's it's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be a big crowd, I think. It's going to be a lot of fanfare because they're bringing back the creamsicles and everything, and people are, the fans are kind of feeling it right now because you have a three-in-one record but you've been propped up by bad teams that you've beaten and it's going to come crashing down against the lions. And we'll all feel at home seeing the creamsicle Tampa Bay Buccaneers get their tail handed to them in the four o'clock slate. All right. The Philadelphia Eagles 
face the New York J-E-T-S. <sighs> Jets, Jets, Jets. Say the smart thing so I can say the dumb thing. Okay. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are a seven-point favorite. And I realize that they've been they've been playing footsie with a lot of their opponents this year. And this this game will be no different. This will be a back and well, maybe not a back and forth, but it'll at least be a tightly contested defensive battle where it'll end up being whose offense is going to make the play. And I think it's Philadelphia, the full touchdown. I thought about it for half a second and then I went, nope, it's the Jets. And this is the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles are the best run defense in the league. If the Jets are able to run on them, then I I fully I will I will expect and want uh, full apologies from all the people that called me a homer for saying Brees Hall is the second best running back in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't necessarily think that that's going to happen, and it's certainly not going to happen to the effect that it happened last week. I really believe in that Jet defense, and I believe having sauce on on probably Devontae Smith and probably DJ Reed on on uh, AJ Brown is the path that they're going to go because there is no other receiver on that team that you have to really worry about. Mm-hmm. I like Dallas Goddard this week a lot. You're going to do it, aren't you? <sighs> no. Okay. Philadelphia. Okay. Right. Trust me. <laughs> I didn't know what was coming out of my mouth there until it did. Because <laughs> I have considered going Jets plus seven all week long. Yep. The only problem is that Jets plus seven on this show is a bad word because every time you do it, they get killed. Yep. So I got two choices here. I'm either going to be right or I'm going to be happy. So I'm going to choose the path of least resistance and take Clucky. <laughs> He's going to do the one that makes him feel better. <laughs> 100%. Because the alternative is I take the Jets, they get hammered, and I lose a game, and my liver hurts. Uh, because that's how that will go. I was going to say, you care more about being right than you do about your team winning a game. I care more about being right than I do about being alive tomorrow. Exactly. Precisely and that's just that's where I'm at. So, Big Bird said the Eagles are rushing for 200 yards. Let me uh, let me say this as clearly as I can. No, they're not. Nobody else has. You ain't going to either. Mm-hmm. But I do think, and this is this is what swayed me, that team is really good. DJ Reed should be back this week. But I still look at A.J. Brown and go, the, the receivers that have always killed you have been the one that comes out of the slot. It's the big, big-bodied receiver like A.J. Brown or the tight end. Mm-hmm. And I, one of them's going to go off. I think it's Goddard. The Jets have been awful against tight ends for years. Uh, and then Robert Sala had to open his mouth and say, we're going to give Jalen Hurts 11 little kisses every time he does that tush-push. And I went, awesome. Jalen Hurts going to score three one-yard touchdowns. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Thanks for running your mouth on that one there, stay humble. I heard that and immediately went, I hate the things you say, and I hate the things you do. Because <laughs> now they're going to do it. Because now I have to see point. the play that I hate the most at least five times. Yep. Because I don't know that, I don't know how often you're going to be able to get off the field. Oh, by the way, I, really I, am, I am waiting for the, the one team that sees that formation coming and just says, you know what? The hell with the penalty. It's 15-yard penalty. We're on the one-yard line. And you send Quincy Williams is the one I keep thinking about. And you just go, hi, you can, and jump over the line and kill whatever quarterback it is. Somebody's going to do that. It's just a question of who and when. LeVar Arrington's making a comeback. Yep. You remember the plays I'm talking about. 
Because somebody is going play. to get so fed up with this. LeVar Arrington is like my top one of my top five college football players of all time because of that move. You know, Tank, I love it, it. only took five years, but you finally said something that I 100% agree with. <laughs> LeVar Arrington is my favorite defensive player in the history of college football. Him jumping over offensive lines was my favorite thing. And, and all right, why was he so high on your list? Because I have a feeling we are going to disagree on the reason. What do you mean? Why? I mean, because he was just a freak athlete. Mine was because it, 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 he played the way I would play if I was allowed to play college football against 11 eight-year-olds. <laughs> hey, you're down in your little stats? Cool. Yep. Let me just step over you right yep. there and just go boom right in the face. Yep. Yep. Sunday night football this week, the Buffalo Bills and the New York football giants. Did you think about this 14 and a half at all? No. No. No, no especially not. I, I thought about it more with Tyrod Taylor. When I thought there was a possibility Daniel Jones could play, I was really in on it. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I look at it and go, hmm. hmm. Really? That makes you rethink it that maybe because it's could, so high. Stay. No, I'm thinking backdoor cover. Uh, no, I'm thinking Buffalo jumps out to a 28 nothing lead and then basically just lays down like an old cat next to the radiator. Tyrod Taylor scores two fourth quarter touchdowns and somehow they cover 14 and a half. Right. Because they lost 28 to 15. Right. I don't think so. This is a crush spot for the Buffalo Bills, and they will take all advantages of it. Buffalo minus the 14 and a half. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I agreed, by the way. I, yeah. I, I know I waffled on that. I think you bit. did. I, th- I think you, I thought you did. Just make sure I said it out loud. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, Los Angeles Chargers. It's a two-point spread. Dallas is a two-point favorite on the road against the Chargers on Monday Night Football. Do it. Man, oh, I'm 100% doing it. Dallas Cowboys. Do it. Dallas Cowboys minus the two. I, I mean, I think they win this game. I, I just, I, I still believe in them more than the Chargers. I don't. Go Chargers, go! <laughs> I, I don't believe in Dallas. Really? Because I'm you looking think at after that- the embarrassment of last week, they're going to let it happen again. I don't think you're going to let anything happen. It's not a let it happen. It's kind of like you said to me after we got off our air yesterday. It's cute that you said they let Travis Kelsey score a touchdown. Oh, no, no, no. What I meant was that Roger Goodell was going to radio down and go, 87 in the end zone. We have Swift fans crying. We have Swift fans crying. We need Travis in the end zone. I didn't mean, hey, we're going to lay down. You can let anything. It's one thing when you can stop something from happening. I don't think Dallas can stop it from happening. Okay. Because you're telling me you're getting in a shootout. With Justin Herbert and you, br- you're bringing Dak Prescott. Yeah, I'm gonna pass. This is also Kellen Moore revenge game. And if he gets the shot to run this up on Mike McCarthy, he will. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to come out and say that I was the one that wanted to pass all the time? Hey, y'all, watch this. Watch me throw sixty times for five hundred yards. And watch me while make I you completely pass. mitigate Micah Parsons. Yeah. Now, how are you gonna do it? Nah, I don't really know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm not paid to do that. I mean, that's that's you know, dreams and wishes. The Mike That's and Parson side of that is the one part that I look at and go, well, that could be a problem. But then I look over at the Cowboys secondary and go, I have a bunch of receivers, and you have Stephon Gilmore and a bunch of dudes. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm all full speed ahead on the Chargers. All right. All right. I'll take the Dallas Cowboys. I, like I said, I think uh, that is going to be a real close one. And I'll take Dallas to win by the field goal. So they will cover. All right. Uh, you know we, what that means it's time for? What, what, what? 
more bangers. Oh, it is time for more bangers. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, Jeremy have his uh, second batch of picks for this weekend in college football. It's time for the dogs, isn't it? The road dogs. Oh. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The Asheville Championship returns to Harris Cherokee Center in Asheville November 10th and 12th. This year's field is the best yet. The Clemson and Tigers, Maryland Terrapins, Davidson Wildcats, and the Blazers of UAB. Four exciting matchups with a champion to be crowned at one of the premier early season tournaments in college basketball. For more information and to get your tickets, go to AshevilleChampionship.com. That's AshevilleChampionship.com. It all starts in Asheville November 10th and 12th. Proudly sponsored by Ingalls Market. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call. If you're new, we don't just love underdogs. We specifically love road dogs, and I got a handful of them this week. Every underdog I have this week is a road dog. We start with the Florida Gators. Yeah, the lifelong Seminole is picking the Florida Gators because you're overreacting to the Kentucky game. They're coming a week off a bye. South Carolina is not that good, and I think they're going to be able to mess with Spencer Rattler. This will be a higher-scoring game, but give me the Gators in Columbia to cover the two. They're a Moneyline dog winner outright. Wake Forest is a a one-and-a-half-point dog at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is not good at football, and neither is Wake Forest. But I feel like this number is moving because they're in Blacksburg and you get inner Sandman and all those things. That really loses all its gusto when you can't beat Old Dominion. When you struggle to beat even FCS teams, I don't think that inner Sandman thing is going to do exactly what you want it to. Wake Forest being a dog is stupid. Give me the Demon Deacons. They went out right. Kansas State's a one-and-a-half-point dog at Texas Tech. Uh, let me repeat that. Kansas State is a dog at Texas Tech. Yeah, that team that played close to Oregon and really hasn't done a whole lot else, they're a favorite, and that makes zero sense. Kansas State plus one and a half, they're a money line dog. They went out right, and one of the greatest traditions in all sports. But not this week. They'll jump around, but they'll be jumping around in a game that's 6-2. to two, Under the 34 between Iowa and Wisconsin. And I can't believe I'm about to do this, but I am. I'm taking Iowa plus the 9.5. They're not going to win. I'm not sure Wisconsin's going to score more than 9 points in the entire game. That Iowa defense is phenomenal. Problem is that their offense puts you in bad situations, and I don't think they're going to do any more than they usually do. This clock may not stop for 60 full minutes. Give me the Hawkeyes plus nine and a half under the 34. 
There's words I never thought I'd say. Take those wagers to betus.com. Use our promo code SPORTSOCRACY to get a 125% deposit match on your initial investment and up to 30 risk-free bets so you can wager football with us all season long. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingalls studio. ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. This is the Sportsocracy, heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, and we are seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to that channel so you can join us in the chat. It is a football Friday. That's right. we got a lot of great games around college and pro this week. And uh, top of the third hour of a football Friday is when we do our uh, daily draft of where we're going to go this weekend. So, Jeremy, you going somewhere this weekend? It feels like you've been bouncing uh, to different events every weekend for the last few weeks. Yeah. Can my number one pick be home? Because uh, that's where I want to <laughs> go. where he was. Then. I have worked 13 days in a row, and I am too old, fat, and angry for any of that. And squeezed in a drunken concert trip in the middle well, of Well, I mean, I squeezed, squeezed in five drunks, because that's what I do. Let's go. Fives. Uh, all right. <laughs> I mean, that part don't change, no matter. All right. <laughs> you need a meeting. I'm like Bob Seger. Those night moves don't change, no matter, no matter what the tune is. It's... We're, it's like a Bob Seger concert. We're ending with night moves. That's just the way it's going. All right. <laughs> I don't care if I woke up at four o'clock in the morning and dug a ditch all day. Whew. Night moves. You ain't right. That boy ain't right. Oh, I'm a I'm I'm a a, a specific kind of physical specimen. Yeah, whatever that is. My doctor I, called me a medical marvel, and uh, I don't think he meant it in the way you want him to. Nope, though. but he said it. There's no lie in what I just said. He said you are a medical marvel. Now he followed that with forty six percent of your calories are beer, I was gonna and say. that it is death, like immediate, instantaneous, grim, a closed casket death. They also followed that up with you're also a moron. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Not a, a you're no not, sane person would do this to their body. <laughs> you just really don't want to pay a surge in your life insurance, do you? <laughs> you don't want to see that premium go up, do you? You just don't really seem to understand what that means. Uh, it is the Sportsocracy Daily Draft Time, and uh, who's going first? Uh, I'll go first. Right, I feel like first. I feel like every time you ask me that, I go, you go. Because there's three I want, and that's really kind of cheating. All right, so you go first. I mean, for me, there is no doubt what the number one is. Okay. Because there's only one place that I know definitively I'm going to see two national title contenders. Yes. And that's uh, Husky Stadium, Seattle, Washington. Go with game day. Party down with Pat McAfee and watch uh, the the soon-to-be Pac-12 champion Washington Huskies just boat race Oregon. Yes. I mean, that's the college football game the of the game. weekend, yes. and I love that it's at 3.30. Yeah, and it, it is not close, and I'm so thankful that it's at 3.30. So Me now, too. finally, finally, we can get some East Coast eyeballs on these West Coast teams so we can decipher what's going on with these two because I'm fully in the Deion Sanders camp of anything that kicks off at 10 o'clock, you're crazy. I don't know why you do it. I don't understand it. Screw it. 
And, and the fact <laughs> that you just said that is really proof positive that one of us was a uh, was a marketing guy and one of us wasn't. And it was <laughs> not the one that just said that. <laughs> it's, it's not a smart idea. <laughs> 11 million viewers for Colorado, Colorado State. I think they're doing just fine. Do it again. Do it again. I bet you can't. Um, yeah, it, you're right. That is the game of the week. Oh, oh, so can I? Can we put that on the board of what? Colorado Stanford tonight is going to do a stupid number. It won't be 11 million again. No, it won't. It will be, be stupidly high. I'll bet you anything you want. Friday night is probably the worst spot you could put a game in. Colorado Stanford will do a dumb number of eyeballs. It'll break the Friday night record. Hmm. Because that's an entertaining team that has corralled a lot of people to watch, and they will do it again, even though this is not a fun game to watch. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I, I won't be one of those. You won't catch me dead watching that game. Oh, I will. Uh, I might be asleep by the <laughs> end of it. Say, but. I'll be in. I'll be in bed. You will get none of my eyeballs uh, tonight. So, uh, yeah, that's that's number one game of the week. All right. Um, I should have known that that's where you were going to go. Oh, did you think I was taking the uh, game with two fictitious national title contenders? Which one is that? Oh, if you don't know, I'm certainly not going to tell you. With two fictitious national title contenders. Um, no, I'm uh, I'm happy just sticking with the NFL. Because um, my game of the week in the NFL is the Seattle Seahawks and the, the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I already stated my feelings on that earlier in the program. I think that has the chances to be a great shootout game. And even if it's not, even if it's a low-scoring game, I still think it's going to be very entertaining. Uh, both of these offenses can do some special things. And um, to me, that is that is the game of the week in the NFL. Um, clearly? That's clearly the game of the week to you. Yes. Yes. Hmm. It is clearly the game of the week to me. Um, the next one I, is the one I think you're thinking of, but I don't know. How, I mean, it can't be good. It's got upside. It's Dallas Cowboys, Los Angeles Chargers, Monday Night Football. Nope. That wasn't the game you were thinking of? Nope. Well, then I feel like you're doing it wrong. Um, what? Interesting. Uh, that's an aggressive strategy he's got there, Cos. What? I, just going Go ahead. I mean, you, you can take Eagles Jets next if no, you want to. That's again not the one I was talking. Wow. About. Okay. All right. I can't wait to hear this one. Uh, yeah, I'm going Dallas, Los Angeles, because I think that's that's going to be a bloodthirsty battle between two teams who really need wins right now. Uh, they do. That that one was high on my list. I'm. Really, what I'm more shocked about is that yeah. you went to NFL games. Yep, that's the because this is a really good college slate. Is it? It's pretty good on the high side. It's not bad. I mean, I mean, you have what four top twenty-five matchups? That's not terrible. No, it's not. But after Oregon, Washington, for me, it kind of falls off a cliff. Ooh, it doesn't to me. Uh, I mean, look, you've got two of what are to me two of the three or four most interesting games of the weekend. Mm -hmm. You might have the, and they may very well be the top two. I just don't know how they're going to look. And that's it's somewhat what scares me because I'm not sure that I'm going to glean anything from any of them. Really? Uh, unless Seattle just blows out Cincinnati or vice versa. 
or unless one of those teams in the Monday night game blows each other out. Mm-hmm. If both of those are close, I probably walk away from Cincinnati going, you're running out of L's here. Mm-hmm. I, it wouldn't change how I feel about the team per se, but it would change how I feel about your your outlook. But in terms of like the power ranking, and that's where I'm thinking here. Can either of the, can any of these teams catch a loss where they fall three or four spots? Because I don't see it without getting just killed. Yeah, probably not. That's I don't where I'm at. I don't need to see massive movement though because I just want to see the separation. I guess these are separation games for me. It's Seattle and Cincinnati, I believe, are at the top together, and I believe Dallas and Los Los Angeles are at the top together. So we're going to have two that separate themselves from the pack here. Two going down, two going, two going up. So that's that's just how I feel. Where are you going? Uh, I am dumbfounded that you gave me my one, my two, and my three. <laughs> because my second one is I'm headed to South to Notre Dame, South Bend, Indiana, uh, USC, Notre Dame. This is a tremendous rivalry. I know not a lot of people where we are located are super invested in this. Mm -hmm. This is the first game I ever aggressively bet in my life. The Bush-Bush game. Don't say those words. Those are bad words. Those words cost me a lot of money. Those are the reasons that I low-key wanted Reggie Bush to marry whatever damn Kardashian he was with and ruin his life. That's the reason I see him on television. I immediately have to change the channel. Because you affected my bank balance by cheating, and you got away with it. But this is a good rivalry. I think these are two good teams. I just don't think they're national title contenders. Right. And I'm really interested to see how Notre Dame deals with, uh, you're coming off a loss that doesn't make, I feel like the Louisville loss really threw a wet blanket on this. Because if it was undefeated USC, one loss Notre Dame, and that one loss was against Ohio State, all right, now you're playing to stay in the in, yeah, the, much more in the playoff picture. Yeah. You're now Notre Dame's completely out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure USC's not completely out of it. Eh, they got to lose first. But you know those <sighs> losses are coming at some point. I, I think they're coming. There are a lot of people on Notre Dame. I'm, I will be picking that game at the end of this here program. All right. And I, I just think this is going to be a nice stylistic battle. You got the, the high-flying offense of USC – uh, the weather's not going to be a huge factor, so you should still see a lot of points. Sam Hartman against a god-awful USC defense. I, I love when they say, oh, they're getting better. Are they? In what what metric do you have that says this is better than anything you've ever seen before? But I, I think this will – styles make fights. And I I look at this game and go, this is one of the more interesting games of the weekend across all platforms across all slates whether it's pro college i i will be very locked into this yep yep now my next pick there's still an nfl game on the board but you were you were so dismissive of it that i'm not sure that you're gonna take it i do however know that you would take what I'm getting ready to take, no. which is I'm going to Keenan Stadium no. and I'm going to watch your North Carolina Tar Heels against Miami. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's a that's one as well. Yeah. Do you think that this is going to be an entertaining, competitive game? This is either going to be, be a runaway. This is either going to be a fantastic game or it's going to be a bloodbath. And if it's a bloodbath, Mario Cristobal has literally cements his 
sarcophagus mm-hmm. shut. Yep. Because you can't lose the way you just did. In in spite of the fact that now there's been some somebody has gone and looked at the replay and gone, oh, well, if you slow it down frame by frame, he was actually technically down. Doesn't no, matter. he wasn't. The ACC came out and said it was the correct call. You also deserve to be punished for doing one of the dumbest things I think I've ever seen somebody do. Yes. And nobody wants to talk about this. Power rank the conferences in, in college football. I'll oh. give you the Big 12 is five because it's five and it's not even kind of <laughs> close. It's not even kind of close. So you would go Pac-12 at the top. Pac-12 is my one. Big 10, two. Not for me. No. The ACC is my two. Really? Okay. You have three high-end contenders. Name the fourth best team in the Big Ten. Uh, it's the winner of that Wisconsin-Iowa game where I just yeah. took under the 32. Yeah. Okay. There's a possibility the ACC is going to have three undefeated teams and have to draw out of a hat to figure out who the two going to Charlotte are. Really? Louisville, North Carolina, and Florida State play no common games. So there is a possibility all three go undefeated. Interesting. Now, and if they do, they all three have a case to be in the playoff. And I heard Danny Cannell on the Adam Gold Show yesterday say, well, the ACC is not good enough to get two. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Are they? If you have two undefeated teams, yes, you are. Look down the schedule for those two teams and tell me how you're leaving an undefeated team out when you're guaranteed Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. There have to be three losses there. Right. There is no physical path that there's not. The Pac-12. An undefeated Carolina team against a one-loss Ohio State team. Carolina's in. Undefeated Carolina's in. And there's a possibility with the way this breaks down that there will be an undefeated team that does not play for the ACC championship that can't catch a loss. Wow. Which is, you want to talk about the definition of stupid? That's as stupid as anything I have ever said out loud. And now I can't stop thinking about it. Of You want to talk about carnage? Let an undefeated team who has a, a non-conference schedule like Florida State or Carolina or Louisville get completely left out for your Georgia Bulldogs that beat Murray State, a cooking school, and a 85 plumbers that put a Kentucky logo on their helmet. Uh, I will go out of my mind. Wow. I, I just don't I don't see how that stacks up. I mean, because if Carolina beats Miami, mm-hmm. right, and it, say they boat race them, Miami's irrelevant, right? They, Miami's irrelevant, but they're still get, talented. Yeah, but you will not get credit with anybody. You'll get for credit beating for beating a team that wound up being probably nine and three or eight and four. And then you beat a Duke team. Mm-hmm. You'll have to beat Clemson in Clemson, mm-hmm. and you'll have to beat that Duke team. Yeah. Yeah, your your non-conference games were a, a SEC school, a, a Big Ten school, and Appalachian State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's better than your Mercer and Murray State. And by the way, the SEC is my four, and it's not even kind of close. Really? It's not even in the ballpark. It wasn't even worth discussing. I considered putting the Big 12 over it. <laughs> that's how close that is. Wow. Who's the second best team in the SEC right now? Because uh, I've asked this question to three really smart people over the course of the last two days, I've gotten three completely different answers. I guess Alabama. I've heard SEC or I've heard uh, Alabama, Ole Miss, and LSU were the three best, second best teams in the SEC, and yeah. I don't think any of them are any good. None of them. None of them. Mm-hmm. Alabama can't score. LSU can't stop a nosebleed, and Ole Miss is playing Tech Mobile. 
hey, awesome, look, we scored 60 points. Yeah, and you gave up 58. So I'm not overly <laughs> impressed by any of that. Okay. Interesting. I, I know SEC people gristle with, oh, we play the best brand of football. Not this year, you don't. Mm-hmm. This year, it's uh, uh, Slappy Joe and the Beavers. Uh, and Georgia's Slappy Joe and the rest of you are irrelevant. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. All right, we'll take a break here. When we come back, we'll continue with the daily draft. Where are you going to go this weekend? It's next. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White haze, each perfect, scary berries, and my personal favorite, mean green. And number three at 6% ABV, max protection. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. It is the Sportsocracy. ESPN Asheville. We're inside the Ingalls studio as always. Don't forget, uh, we got the Asheville Championship coming up November 10th and 12th. Congratulations to Jackie, who picked up uh, tickets from us. Always love it when the uh, when the ladies call in. So we know that there's this those female voices out there. Uh, congratulations to Jackie for picking that are up listening tickets. to us. You yeah, didn't uh, think. absolutely. There you go. Well, I mean, I thought that was you know that was implied, but uh, she picked up the tickets uh, that were given away to the Asheville Championship November 10th and the 12th. We'll be giving away tickets uh, each and every week leading up to the event. For more information to get your tickets. For the Asheville Championship, go to AshevilleChampionship.com, and it is uh, sponsored by Ingalls Markets. Now, continuing on with the daily draft here, where are you going to go this weekend in the football world? Um, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. You, 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 you pumped up this college slate, and I, I really don't get it. I mean, the yeah, the Oregon, Washington, you picked great ones. You, I, I, they would have been next on my list, but after that, I don't really have much. Uh, so I'm going back to the NFL uh, for my games of the week, and it's it's gonna. I'm gonna go with your game. I'm gonna go Eagles Jets because I think that could be a tightly contested game. 
Well, especially now that Philadelphia appears to just be absolutely maimed. Ooh, what is what what? what no Jalen Carter, uh, potentially no Darius Slay, no Quez Watkins. Okay, and and I understand that that was like yeah, Quez Watkins one laser blazer Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got that. <laughs> the Eagles, regardless, will have plenty of firepower uh, for the New York Jets. It's a question if if your offense can score at all on that defense that's one of those lines that i'm not gonna stop laughing and i I don't know that they i don't know that they can i i I don't think the defense is gonna be a problem the 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 problem is if philadelphia scores 13 points how in the world do the jets score points on it's out of reach yeah it's out of reach i'm giving greg zerline credit for four field goals here legatron love that guy yeah i love having a kicker that's at least competent so I'll go Philly against the Jets. And then this might sound weird, but I think it could be one of the best games of the weekend. It's down in Atlanta. It's the Commanders and the Falcons. Because when we're talking about good games. You did that exactly how I thought you were going to, and I'm going to need you to explain it. What do you mean? Go ahead. Explain Commanders, Falcons. I'm just, I'm confounded. Why are you confounded? Of what I didn't take? Yeah. Oh. I'm still trying to figure out what game this is. You're Lions, so Buccaneers. In. Oh, God. No. Why? Lions, Why? Buccaneers. Because there is a 5% chance that you and I are wrong, and that becomes a great game. Now, do I see that I happening? Mean, no. I was going to take you're going last. Falcons, Commanders? Hell, yeah. That's going to be a way more competitive game. Competitive? Sure. I'm sure there, there, there's seven-year-olds playing football somewhere that's probably really competitive because they don't know which end zone they're trying <laughs> to get don't into. Watch it. I don't have even a nary bit of interest in watching. Why not? It. That's a hell of a stadium to see something in. You've oh yeah, there. I'll you go know down all there. about it. I'll go down there with a twenty burger and, and have all the burgers and hot dogs, and hell yeah. then I'll break a hundy on beers. But it's still cheaper than it is anywhere else. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a great location. I'm surprised you're up for the Detroit bu- or Tampa game. It, because I'm mitigating risk. Because there is, I mean, look, at the end of the day, we talk three hours a day, five days a week. We have to at least allow the entertainment of a thought that maybe we're wrong. Yeah, maybe. Because there is a possibility, and don't ask me how it happened, unless, you know, maybe Todd Bowles sold his soul to the devil like Joe Namath did back in 1969. I don't know. One could only hope. But there is a possibility that your team is good. Possibility. We haven't seen it. I think Ben Johnson's going to go down there and toy with you. But what if we're wrong? Hmm. If we're wrong and that's a competitive game, it's infinitely better than Falcons Commanders. Because you would have to be reasonably good to not get blown out by the Lions. I mean, I guess I would I would agree with that. I didn't in any way think that was coming back to me. I wasn't going to take it because I didn't think I had to. Wow. Yeah, uh, I'll take it happily. Yes. Now I could give you uh, a, a Vermouth or Dartmouth or whatever. Vermouth. Oh yeah, Vermouth is a that's a booze thing. Uh-huh. Dartmouth, that's what I think. It's <laughs> they didn't have any interest in me, and I didn't have any interest in them. So those Ivy League schools are not exactly first 
on the top of my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have to take something. I have but one NFL game. There is one I could take. Are we doing an undrafted free agent here? Oh, yeah, we can. All right, let's do an undrafted free agent. I'm going to take Colts Jaguars. Okay. Because that's another one that I think that will be competitive. And there's a possibility that the Colts are even better than we think they are. Mm-hmm. And they go in there, they beat Jacksonville, and now you're watching what it could end up being a deciding game in the in the AFC South. Okay. I've gotten to five games here, and I would watch every single one of these at with bated breath. <laughs> and you took Falcons Commanders, which if they played it in my kitchen, I swear to God, I would order Uber Eats to somebody else's house. Nice. nice. Um, I'll go Oregon State UCLA. No! That was the one I wanted. Sorry. Not sorry. Uh, and the undrafted free agent... Go ahead and say yours. I'm not so sure. You took mine. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, boo. Do you have one? Texas A&M, Tennessee. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was the right call. That was, And I forgot completely about that one because neither one of those are in the top 25. <laughs> there well, is, Tennessee is. Tennessee's 19th. Oh, yeah, they are. They shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tennessee fans. Usually Aww. it's him today. It's me. Oh, shoot. <sighs> nothing. Man, that got, got it got gross. <laughs> it got so gross in a hurry. Come on, um, Louisville, Pittsburgh. Washington State, Arizona. If you told me I had to sit through either one of those games to continue watching football for the rest of my life, I would have a serious thought about do I need football that much? Come on, Duke, NC State. No, I'm going to go Missouri, Kentucky. Okay. I see why. I see why you well, do that. Well, because this might be a matchup of the two second best, the four second best in the SEC. Absolutely. Just and a it's barn burner. It's definitely second best in the SEC East. Let's just have a barn burner. <laughs> well, that ended with a thud. Uh, no doubt. Yeah, because you took my undrafted free agent. I wanted to have all six so I could just be like, hey, for the first time ever, I got all top, I got all six of my top six, <laughs> which I wouldn't have. But I got six of my top yeah, eight. Yeah, good for you. Uh, you're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Michael Meadows in the YouTube chat said, only thing better than Commies Falcons would be its Toy Story version. Dang I'm, right. I'm going to disagree vehemently. And this is also a great time to say they're not the Washington communists. Yes, they are. Stop calling them the commies. Well, not. You can't make me. They would be the commandos, and that term really irks me. He does it, and he knows it, and it makes me want to punch him in the face. And there's a reason their color's red. Commies. I've never been so glad it was a Friday, ever. Like, can we phone in the fantasy show this week? Because I really feel like I need two days out of this seat and <laughs> specifically away from you to, to just get my mind back to right for Monday. Yeah, you are in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 
880 AM and 1400. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. The Asheville Championship returns to Harris Cherokee Center in Asheville. Nashville, November 10th and 12th. This year's field is the best yet. The Clemson Tigers, Maryland Terrapins, Davidson Wildcats, and the Blazers of UAB. Four exciting matchups with a champion to be crowned at one of the premier early season tournaments in college basketball. For more information and to get your tickets, go to AshevilleChampionship.com. That's AshevilleChampionship.com. It all starts in Asheville, November 10th and 12th. Proudly sponsored by Ingalls Markets. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy. It's time for the most important message of the day. Don't do crimes! <laughs> Let's go to Oklahoma City, where someone who you wouldn't expect to do crimes has been doing crimes. Well, I mean... Chuck Norris. It's not really... Well, I mean, that would I be do a not hell ex- of a headline. I do not expect Chuck Norris to do crimes. I do not either. And if by some chance he could, I feel like that could just get Taylor Swift off all of the headlines. Our uh, our, um, our clip <laughs> of Texas Ranger or Walker Texas Ranger is available on all the social medias as yes. we speak. Yes, indeed. And it is hilarious. <laughs> uh, I guess this isn't technically crimes, although... Maybe it should be. Maybe there should be a rule on the books against an Oklahoma judge who is now in trouble and could be losing her job as chief chief justice of the Oklahoma Supreme Court, um, or no, excuse me, of the Lincoln County District uh, District Court, Tracy Soderstrom. They were so they were in the middle of a uh, murder trial, right, and. It's now come to light that after the trial, the judge seemed a little preoccupied during the testimony. Throughout the process of the trial, she was apparently often seen with a phone in her hands. While people are on the stand giving testimony, and I don't know, the uh, the defense is making its case with its lawyer, you know, on addressing the court. This woman is sitting back and she's texting the bailiff about the case. She's texting like so. Apparently, there was like a key witness up on the stand, and she's texting in the middle of the woman's testimony. This this woman's a liar. I can't believe anything she's saying. Yeah, she was mocking the defense attorney while he was giving his opening statements. They they went through and tracked all of her text messages during this trial, and it is just. How do you do that? As well, a, it sounds, I mean, I mean, it sounds to me as there might be something more going on with the judge and the bailiff. Hundred percent. 
But, you know, that's neither here nor there to me. I mean, if they're having a relationship or whatever, they're too close of friends, that's fine. You do what you are going to do. I expect you to be a little professional, though, in the middle of the trial process, not to be texting with your boyfriend about, hee-hee, look at her hair. Look, after I sat on a jury, nothing surprises me. Good night. Doesn't matter how guilty somebody is. Doesn't matter how innocent somebody is. Everybody's just ready to go home. I I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe she did have her mind set about about this case going into it. Because, I mean, it was a horrific thing. I mean, this guy was on trial for murdering and beating to death a two-year-old. Oh, God. So, uh, so, you know, I, I mean, I get, but... A little decorum in the courtroom, please. Let's not let's not do this because that leads to mistrials, right? Uh, yes, right. So you yeah, find I'll this guy guilty, you. just you know, dead to rights on the murder charge. Up oh, mistrial. I I'm gonna go ahead and say that this one's ending in a mistrial if it hasn't already. Yep. Uh, here's the thing: she apparently really doesn't know how to do her job. Uh, she was elected last November and was just put on the court January. So, it's learning experience, I guess. <laughs> Weird. The public elected somebody not qualified for the job. Shocker. That never happens. My story's about Maddie. He's a mattress, and he is mascot for the mattress outlet in Durango, Colorado. Okay. I, I am going to do my best to get through this story without laughing. There was a drunk woman. She saw Maddie the mattress. And the only thing that I, so, I, all right, I, I skipped a step here. I, I don't have a picture of Maddie the Mattress, but Maddie the mm-hmm. Mattress is a a single, like a twin bed mattress, okay. inflatable with pink eyeliner on its eyes and very pouty pink lips that are making a kissy face. Mm-hmm. And it has pink hands. Mm-hmm. There's somebody in the costume. Apparently, a 41-year-old drunk woman who was not named in the story started by hugging Maddie the Mattress. Oh, no. You know, as as you do, you know, you see a, I mean, if you're a child, most 41-year-olds don't do that. But, you know, we live in a 2023 America. Everybody can do whatever they want to and nobody can say anything. So, she starts hugging the mattress. It seems innocent enough. Then she starts trying to force the mattress to the ground. Oh, no. Mattress won't go to the ground. So she tries to trip the mattress. The mattress then has to run back inside the building, close the doors, and hold them shut whilst yelling for other employees to come assist. Eventually, the woman gets into the building, becomes irate, starts screaming at at other employees, flips over a sandwich board that was apparently sitting there for people to make sandwiches while they were buying mattresses, which that part of the story didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. No. No, the sandwich board is the sign that he was wearing. Oh, that yeah, makes it make yeah, way the, more the sense. Sandwich board I thought is it was like a, that you wear on the sidewalk. Like, hey, come in fifty percent off. I week. thought it was like a char Chattahoochee <laughs> board. Chattahoochee board. I thought it was a char Chattahoochee board that you know that maybe you're making sandwiches out of. And uh, so, okay, that explains what a sandwich board is. <laughs> Tray. I did. I did. That was a deli tray. Screw your coke. <laughs> That's what I thought. I hate deli mayonnaise. Mattresses are stupid. 
So the only thing that I, at least in my mind, and I feel like if you know if we were on trial here, I would be an expert witness for drunken behavior. The only thing that I can wrap my brain around is that this woman saw a pouty face mattress and went, that's an all-in-one deal. I have a mattress and the person to cavort with on said mattress. That's all I got. She was not even arrested. She was given a citation. Wait. Apparently in Durango, you got to be a little, uh, you got to do real crimes. Well, I mean, everybody's on crimes already in Durango. So. That, oh, I mean, the only thing that I can think of is that the cops were laughing too hard to take her to jail. She was trying to cavort with a mattress with pouty lips. Oh, that's hilarious. And that is, that's funny. And I that mean, is why not you quite should... as funny as, as sandwich board, but yeah, it's funny. <laughs> well, I, look, you see sandwich, you think sandwich. All right, I get it. Fat Call money. it a signboard or something. No, why is it a sandwich board? There's not a damn sandwich on it. It's not even advertising a sandwich. Why do you put that word that has nothing to do with what you're doing? Stop naming stuff that doesn't make any sense. You're sandwiched in the board. Like you're you're the meat of the sandwich, but it's a mattress. It's a He's not made board. of meat. It's a it's a mattress. Oh, oh god. Okay, just Sometimes. look. My rationale here makes full sense. Uh, wow. Yeah, I needed that. I needed that one good one good laugh to get me kicked into the weekend here. Uh, in the that. YouTube comments, they that. said uh, you broke tank. Yeah, I, I think I did. Hundred percent. Oh. The dumbassery that takes place on this here radio show every Look, weekday afternoon you know from what? 12 to 3, it's it's my home, and I, I love there's it. There's no doubt that I am not the only person that did not know that was called a sandwich board, okay? Just because I started breaking down game film when I was seven years old, maybe there's some <laughs> blimps in my knowledge does not make me a dumbman. Yeah, um, GG Gambling says it's because they they use they used to do those for sub shops in the suburbs, kind of like a gimmick. I guess that's a good explanation. Well, it's that. a lot better than you're the sandwich. You're sandwiched in there. Frankly, I think your explanation was as stupid as what I said. But that's <laughs> I was trying to be nice about that. Could be after be. you almost cried on camera. Oh, I, th- I did cry. I almost big girl cried. <laughs> Did you almost ugly girl cry? Just... <laughs> no, that's what I'm going to be doing on. Uh... Actually, no, I'm not. Never mind. I was going to say that's what I'm going to be doing after the Detroit Lions beat the crap out of my Bucks. But no, actually, that's I'm going to be celebrating that more than uh, more than anything else. I'm trying to find the uh, why is it why is it called a sandwich board? The design of a sandwich board sign is most probably inspired from what a sandwich fundamentally looks like. Because you're sandwiched into the board. That's a stupid Anyhow. explanation. That's a stupid explanation. Yeah. All okay. Right. All right. Uh, so all that you you said, great, great college slate this weekend. Um, and I agree. The ones that we picked in the daily draft, those 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 were the right call. Well, I mean, here's the thing: I can only watch so many games at one time. I don't need forty. Yeah, there's the, not forty good teams in college football. True. I get eight of them playing each other. That's a good weekend. True. Absolutely, absolutely is a great weekend. Uh, no doubt. Uh, this is the chance, though, for everybody to get a look at those two West Coast teams that we don't see very often. You know, I said to you, I'd already, I'd already seen the Oregon thing, 
when Colorado played them. Now we get to see Washington. And is my, my question is, is Michael Penix as good as everybody's making him out to be? I don't think I'm allowed to answer that because I've been telling you that for a month. I mean, he's no doubt he's no doubt surrounded by great weapons but is it uh i guess how big of a piece of he is he of that <sighs> he are is they good because of him or yes. is it just a great well it's a great team, team but he is what really he's the the straw that stirs the drink and i i feel like the committee the heisman committee the heisman voters they have done everything in their power not to have a guy win a Heisman two years in a row. Mm -hmm. And I am curious if, if USC loses a couple games, is Caleb Williams so unbelievably good that you have to give him the Heisman? Or is there a possibility that enough voters are convinced by two losses to put him second? Because if that happens, there's only a handful of guys that can beat him. Mm-hmm. And one of them is Michael Penix Jr. Bo Nix is, in theory, one of the others if they were to go undefeated. Right. Because he's going to have to be special for them to go undefeated. Mm -hmm. And this is, to me, this is an elimination game. For Penix or Bo Nix to win the Heisman, you have to go undefeated and you have to be in the playoff. Agreed. And now, I, I do understand when the Heisman voted on, I, I get all that, that you won't know that whether they're in the playoff, but you will know if they're – if they're in a candidate. Contention. Yeah, if they're a candidate at that point. How how do you feel about that? So just assume that USC picks up a couple of losses. Are you at the point, if you had a vote, that you would still say Caleb Williams has, at least to this point, been good enough to get that second yes. nod yes. over Michael Penix? Over Bo Nix? Jordan as Travis? Of, as of right now? Yeah. Yes. Okay. But we're also not in the meat and potatoes. We're just now into the meat and potatoes of the schedule. Right. So if Michael Penix takes Washington on an undefeated run and keeps doing what he has done to the Michigan States and the Boise States of the world, then I could be convinced. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could ever be convinced that he's that anybody else is a better player. I don't think, I, and statistically, nobody's going to be better. But best overall most important mm -hmm. however you in, in, interpret this i think all of that it plays. i could be in yeah. I, I could be influenced yeah by. i think all of it plays most and i'm not sure michael Penix is the only one i could be influenced uh, enough to to vote ahead of caleb williams okay none of these others if uh if they run the table dylan gabriel are you jumping <laughs> on that bandwagon uh i'm just looking at the high, at the odds right now Dylan Gabriel's plus twelve hundred. Uh, I'm going to say this as as clearly as I can. There is a better chance that I would vote for Peter Gabriel than Dylan Gabriel. <laughs> Jordan Travis and Drake May are both at plus sixteen hundred, and then you got Jaden Daniels and JJ McCarthy at plus three thousand. I don't think there's anybody else that can be in the discussion at this point. Well, right now, as and this is live on DraftKings right now. The favorite for the Heisman Trophy is who? Michael Penix. It is Michael Penix. Barely ahead of Caleb Williams. Bo Nix is at plus 600. Penix is plus 210. Caleb Williams plus 230. I feel like whoever loses this, you have almost become irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Unless you just do something superhuman for the rest of the year. 
I mean, is there anybody else that could get up there? I don't think Jaden Daniels can do it with two losses. I don't think so. Jordan either. Travis, if they run the table, and he's just special. He comes out and throws for four bills against Miami and four bills against Florida. It's worth talking about mm-hmm. because they don't have anybody else that's competing with him. Yep. Drake's in the same boat. Drake, if Carolina goes undefeated, the problem is that I don't know that you have enough great wins. Like, you got to shout against Miami because there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on that. He comes out and throws for 500 yards. Okay, maybe. But statistically, he's not even the ballpark of these other guys. And that's, I mean, that's going to be held against you. You'll get votes. Yeah. Possibly enough to get to the presentation, but I don't think you can win it. Yeah. Depending on how uh, how the rest of the season goes, how dominant he looks, um, I'll, I'll say there's a way outside chance that he could, he, he could be on the stage, definitely. Um, uh, but maybe possibly win it. You're, but you're you talking about Drake May here? Yeah, but you'd have to run the table and beat the snot out of Florida State. He has eight touchdowns through five weeks. You're going to need 30 in seven games. Mm-hmm. And even then, those games are against Virginia, Georgia Tech, Campbell, and NC State. I mean, NC State's easily the worst of those four teams, but. I just did that to be a jerk. I just did that to be a jerk. And it made me laugh. Brandon Armstrong's bad at football. You're a jerk. Yeah, but they're doing uh, the MJ Morris thing now. Yeah, who came in and threw three picks against Marshall. Did he really? I didn't even see that. Yeah, there's your quarterback of the future. Hot. Yeah, not not great. Yay. But I I don't think Drake has enough opportunities. Okay. J.J. McCarthy is the one that I keep looking at the problem is that there's somebody that's going to take votes from him blake because blake corum um i don't know that he can ever get that high the other one that's a, a and this is a super dark horse and the things are going to have to go super your way for me to be correct here it's drew, drew aller yeah he's plus six thousand, and i keep looking at that going he's 500 less than jalen milrow who didn't play in a game so, um, I don't think that number's right. Yeah. I think you were drunk. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother with it, but you know, the chances to make some money on that. If it hits. If Penn beat State beats Michigan and Ohio State, I'm telling you, he'll skyrocket. And he doesn't have to be great statistically because he's the difference on that team. Mm-hmm. And so you'd get a lot of voters that just go, Hey, Penn State's here. Who are we going to give the credit to? Right. Not anybody else to do it with. Right. You've had this running game with Nick Singleton for a year, and you were you were fine, but you weren't a real contender. Yeah. Then this kid shows up, and now you are? Yeah. He would steal a, a considerable number of votes. All right. We got the North Carolina Tar Heels on ESPN Asheville this weekend. Uh, tomorrow night, 6.30 pregame begins. 7.30 is the kickoff from Keenan Stadium, number 12, North Carolina, number 25, Miami, you'll hear it right here on ESPN Asheville. A couple of NC State fans didn't like what I said about their Wolfpack. I always forget because usually it's Florida. They're always salty. Well, Florida's usually who I attack, and I don't have to worry about getting text messages because none of them can type. Oh, did Boss Man Brian? Did, 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 he, uh, did no. he text you? No, no, no. A couple other, a couple other guys that listen <laughs> to the show. A couple other State, State fans. fans. Yeah. Upset. The redheaded. Can't believe I, I got a good dig in there at Florida. I picked you to win, okay? Like, all right, you're only getting so much nice in one show. <laughs> you're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. One more set of bangers for your weekend. It's next. 
The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. At Ingles, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels. Whether we're building new fields for t-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys. And we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. Coffee's for closers only. Get them the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. Best bets of the week in a stacked college football weekend. We start with a couple favorites. My Washington Huskies. I think they're one of the best teams in the country, and I think they're going to prove it this week at Husky Stadium because I think they're going to boat race road Bo Nix and the Oregon Ducks. I have said this is a team that no one's watching, and they should, and this is their chance to really prove it. They will qualify if they get the opportunity. Give me Washington big over the Ducks. Next, Tanks, North Carolina Tar Heels are a three and a half point favorite at home against Miami. I have a weird feeling that Miami is really beaten after that loss to Georgia Tech with the victory formation and Mario Cristobal. And usually these are spots where teams come out and drop a grumper. I think North Carolina is going to annihilate them. I've heard how good that defense is. Yeah, that defense is good against bad teams. North Carolina, a bad team. This is Tez Walker's coming out game. Give me the Tar Heels minus three and a half. But that's not what we do here. Underdog, 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 underdog. Speed of lightning, roar of thunder. The Missouri Tigers. Oh, Missouri is a two and a half point dog at Kentucky. Kentucky got beat up last week by Georgia. They're going to be licking their wounds. Nobody respects Missouri. They will after this week. They went out right. There's a team close to here. They wear a lot, of, a lot of orange, and you know I love picking Tennessee. But not this week. Texas A&M is going to come in and pop you in the mouth. Jimbo Fisher's team is better than people think, and that defense is for real. Joe Milton ain't scoring on the Aggies. Give me Texas A&M plus three. They went out right. And game of the weekend, USC Notre Dame. It's the Trojans, baby. USC scores at will. They do it on everybody. They can't stop anything. Sam Hartman is going to have a week. Take the over. I don't care what number you get it at. It's been rising all week. But give me the Trojans to avenge a shocking number of losses to Notre Dame over the last 15 years. And 
to again get me with the bush push. This is going to make up for it. Take those wagers to betus.com. Use our promo code SPORTSOCRACY. Get 125% deposit match, up to 30 risk-free bets, so you can wager college football with us all season long. 